Let's, uh, so far we're one for one. Let's uh, stay out of jail, shall we? Sunshines, high fives, chocolate cakes, and um, you know, obligatory. Make sure you say how much you hate white people every single day. As long as you follow these guidelines, you will have nothing to fear on the internet. Your talking points will be distributed to you every weekend, every Sunday night, in your mailbox, hand signed by, um, hand signed by uh, Mr. <laughs> Because I'm not allowed to say names. Oh, that was terrible. Considering a guy that, um, you know, uses nicknames to mock people ruthlessly, I think they would have they would have included that. But, you know, I guess they didn't do the research or their homework, I guess. Oh, well. I'm not allowed to say names in protest. Now, I looked up the Black's Law definition of what protest means. And basically, I can't talk shit about people and use their name. So, I can say their name. I just can't be mean <laughs> or critical or criti something like that. I don't know. So it just for safety's sake, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make shit up. I'm just gonna make up crazy names. You know, we've got uh, Doctor Demento, um, Professor Empty Pants. Uh, you know, all, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, Big PP is now from now on going to be referred to as Small PP. Um, he's no longer Big PP. He's Small PP now. Um, small PP energy. Okay, so <laughs> Greg Arcade, say my name, Eisenberg. Greg Arcade's here, so I got to really. I gotta really put it on now. I, I want. I want to make my friends happy. Some weekends and Tuesdays. How are you doing, brother? You're everywhere lately. 
It's that, uh, it's, you've got all that money, huh? I'm kidding. <laughs> am I, or am I? Uh, he says, I, I hear if I send enough shekels, I'll win some steamy pics of de- Deputy PM Redacteds. Chunky thighs. I've never seen a thick cokehead before. She's a national treasure. I don't know what her problem is. I heard that. Is she actually on um, some kind of... Yeah, somebody told me she's in rehab, but I can't. I can't. I cannot confirm this. That would be pretty funny. Greg Arcade says I decided to tune in because I heard this guy was kind of based or something, whatever. But he yelled it all in caps, so I don't know. No yelling. Are we allowed to yell? Why is your collar so fucking messed up? I need so much assistance just to get dressed in the. I can't do anything by myself. The fact that I'm running a national militia, I can't even dress. I can't even. Guys, I don't even starch my own collars. I can't even do that. You serious? Is this for real? Uh, St- Steve? Is that what that says? Uh, maybe he's Russian because he says, Suka Blit! Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. St- St- S7EV3. Steve? We're going to go with Steve, if that's your name or not. Uh, Hail Billy's wife says, Much love, brother, and to the rest of the bigots and baguettes. Thank you very much. GB, how are you? Says, Good even, you beautiful, good even? Good, probably good evening, you beautiful, bearded, hate-filled man. Some shekels for you as a fly as a fly down the main line doing 58 miles per hour in my 10,000-foot freight train, the signal gets better as I get closer to town. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds threatening and menacing. I'm interested. I'm in. Can you live stream it? I will be there. I would love to watch it. Mark306, brother, how are you? He says, man, the worst thing I've done, hi, is eat an entire McCain cake to myself and smoke a cigarette backwards. You're good, bro. Life is a beach, and I'm just playing in the sand. Joe Dirt. I know. I used to say the worst thing I ever did high was I ate an entire bag of grapes and I went to bed at like 8 o'clock at night or I fell asleep on the couch like waiting for a hockey game to start and woke up at 4 in the morning real confused. That was the worst thing I'd ever done. But now I've uh, established I'm, an, I'm an, potentially an international terrorist worthy of a full uh, federal investigation from national resources because, well, I mean, there's a flag and everything. What more do you need to know? I mean, they quoted CTV as evidence, the police did. They're using CTV as evidence now. That's where we're at. Um, I'm sure with with investigators like this, you criminals out there, you better watch out because the RCMP is coming for you. I mean, unless you're not maimed in the news, then they don't really know what to do. Uh, Or do you have a Facebook page? You know, do the the Hells Angels operate Facebook pages? (laughs) Dear Diary, today I killed seven people in a gangland tent. We got him! We finally, he finally slipped up. He posted his crimes on Facebook. How stupid do you think people are? Apparently they think very stupid. I don't know. I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're hiring our best. I think, especially in the RCMP, there may be a standards problem. It, potentially. Um, I'm not sure. I think we gotta, we gotta be careful with it. Um, yeah, so there's that. How's everybody doing on, on YouTube? There's a whole bunch of you over there. Hello, how are you? Butter should be called Boober. We could, we could do that. We've got little names for everybody. Um, it's okay. This was, I scrambled around today. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know where my friggin' windows are anymore. Oh, over here. Uh, Rumble, how are you? Good evening, deplorables. You're all the worst people. We're all terrible. We're all terrible human beings. That's why we're here. Um, uh, a few people, yeah, a bunch of people say, uh, Top Minato? What are you talking about? With, with the Top Minato? Oh, yeah, I, I guess you're talking about the, uh, the James Top interview. Yeah, I, I talked to him this morning, afternoon. He was uh, still walking, as he's always been walking. He, he made a point to say, marching? We're not walking, we're marching. It's an important distinction, and my apologies. Warrant officer, please don't beat me to death. 
Uh, <laughs> if you don't know who he is, if you missed it, uh, please go. If you're on this platform, I don't know. Where is it? Well, you're listening to me right now. So whatever you're using to listen to me now, it's on this area, this channel, this stream, whatever. And go back uh, one iteration of itself and you'll see uh, House Arrest, episode 30, James Top, the Toppinator. Uh, legend has it. You can, uh, you can just, if you think about him enough, you just think about what he's doing and just close your eyes. You can see his face, marching, one step at a time, closer and closer to Ottawa, every minute, every day, every second. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> James Toff, he's a warrant officer. Yeah, an infantry guy, and I thought he was PPCLI. Well, he is, was, and is again. He was also RCR, so sorry, guys. You're going to have to share the hat badge. We're, we're going to share them. Um, I know, I know it's painful. I know, but the world's dirty. You know, um, bad things happen. And <laughs> you got to accept some things sometimes. <laughs> and uh, it turns out we, we shared a, uh, we were in the 3rd third, third Battalion together, uh, which was funny. He said, uh, he, he said you, you might not remember me, but I, I was a guy, I had a big beard. I was angry and mean all the time. I was like, that really, that really doesn't narrow it down much. <laughs> Three RCR. That was every. That was everybody. It was me. That was everyone. Um, yeah, that was a good time. So if you want to go watch that, please, please, I encourage you to do so. Go to CanadaMarches.ca at CanadaMarches for all of his social media uh, stuff is on there, and you can follow along his his journey. He's marching in defiance and in protest of the federal government's mandates and you know treatment of our citizens, and echoing many of the same things I've been saying for a while. You know, me and him. We chatted a bit, and we're, we're pretty on the same page with a lot of things, right? So, um, you know, if you believe in, you know, identifying, you know, um, with a lot of things that I that I say and believe, you'll you'll probably get along great with this guy, and uh, with what he's doing. I mean, he's walking. He's march. Sorry, ward officer. He's marching to Ottawa from Vancouver. He's already beaten the Rocky Mountains, and he doesn't even look tired. He doesn't even look remotely tired. He seems fine. You know what he's doing right now? He's dancing in a barn dance. He's walking 30, 40, 50 kilometers a day, and he's like, yeah, later tonight I'm going to go to a barn dance. Like, oh, dancing. Yeah, your feet. Sure, why not? What is wrong with him? We know what's wrong with him. He's not even a human. He's the Toppinator. Okay? He's James Toppinator. What, an, what a thing. He's going to march all the way to Ottawa, man. Oh, my God. And it's, uh, it's going to be amazing. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check in with him uh, later on, maybe once a month or every couple of weeks, every week. I don't know. We'll see what happens. See how he's doing. See how he's making out. A lot of support. So again, CanadaMarches.ca at CanadaMarches for all of his uh, his stuff. Uh, please go follow and, and check that out. It's it's quite a, it's quite a thing, and uh, I encourage you to to check that guy out and uh, support what he's what he's doing, which is pretty amazing. Uh, all right, we call all cut up here. I think so. Aging like Benjamin Button. Yeah, he's getting younger, and I'm looking older. I don't know what's going on here. Um, the internet is sucking my soul out of my body. Everybody's very, everybody loves this guy. We're all pretty popular. It's good to see. You know, he deserves it. He deserves it. And I said, uh, I said to one of his guys uh, before we got on, and I, I forgot to mention it to him on the stream, but I'll, I'll get him again. That I think that uh, this is what I think. When it's done, and and so he doesn't want to skip anything because he's a legend. Every there's a few kilometers, some few places here and there where he'd have to drive through because it's just too dangerous to do it on the road with the RV and all this stuff. Like there's switchbacks, especially in the mountains and whatever, right? 
So they drove him some spots, and he, they've they've ta- they've added up those kilometers, and he's going to add them on at the end. So when he when he gets there, he's going to just circle Parliament or whatever until like we used to do in the old days in the VFTs on the bases and stuff, right? You know, the last couple kilometers, whatever it is, just go around in circles. <laughs> is it a kilometer loop? How many we got to do? Twenty seven loops. All right. So that's what we'll do. We'll do this. So that's what he's going to do to make up for the ones that he missed because he's he refuses to skip a step. That is. I don't know. It's amazing. But he's going to finish at the tomb of the unknown soldier where the, uh, you know, the fence that uh, the protesters attacked the fence. The veterans removed the fence. We, the veterans. Um, and we did. And um, they put up a second. Now there's three. Now there's two layers of fencing, apparently. So he's going to go march there. What I think they should do is that he should do the last kilometer or 500 meters or whatever of that, because he's got people with him. People are wanting to march with him and all this kind of stuff. I think he should do the last few hundred meters completely by himself in total silence. And everyone just stands there along the side of the road and just observe. Just shut up and observe this. Salute. Take off your hats and stand for the man that, on your behalf, put his career, his body, his mind, his job, his reputation, everything on the line for you, and he did it by walking, marching from Vancouver to Ottawa, over 4,200 and and change, 4,290-some kilometers. That would be be quite a... I I need to be there, if I can be. I need to see this uh, happen, because that's his moment that he deserves to have. And no one deserves to, to, should even try to share that with him. He deserves to, to have that. And, um, you know, and, then, and, you know, then he can finally take that bag off and then you'll have a, you'll have the pipes and drums there. And then it's a, and then it's, oh, then, 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 then it's going to be a party, you know. <laughs> what a fucking hero. What an absolute legend. I mean, no one does, these are not things people do. Do you know anyone that's done that? I'm just going to, I'm going to rock march to Ottawa. Oh, yeah. How far is that? It's four time zones away. That's all. It's just four time zones away. Uh, yeah. Does anybody hear? I do. I do need a bagpipe song now. That's, that's a great point. Oh, I messed it up. I messed it up entirely. I wish I'd uh, thought of this a little bit better, but uh, what do I have? I got to have something here. Come on now. Hmm. Does this one work? It's the Murphys. I guess it'll have to do. It'll have to do for now. I'm not sure. Uh, just a second. Anderson Paladin says, hope you do a, a part two with James Top. He looked like he was genuinely having a good time. I know. He's already walked a quarter of the way. He just walked from Vancouver to... He's in Leth- He's past Lethbridge. Right? <laughs> That's crazy. Since he started in that stream that I began... Uh, yeah, very, very good. Uh, when, that, when that first stream where I, where I played his video where he said what he was going to do. And I don't know if you guys remember that. It was well over a month ago. Um, since that time, everything you've done, if you remember, everything you've done since then to now, he's only been marching. Every day. Every every morning, just... Just getting closer. Small pee-pee's really worried. <laughs> he's out eating shawarma with Bitcoin. Meanwhile, in the prairies, he's coming. Did the mountains stop him? Didn't even slow him down. (laughs) Terminator Top. He is. I mean, he earned that name. That's a great nickname, and it's my my privilege, my honor, sir. Um, 
And I didn't even know we were in the same unit. We were in third battalion together for a couple of years. We've done lots of, you know, the same dumb parades and other probably dumb exercises and so on. He was the unit master sniper there at the time. Uh, I wasn't in the, the recon unit there, but I'm sure I've probably talked to him and crossed paths him at some point. Uh, but a lot of guys in those units. And, uh, but anyway, great time. So anyway, here's to, here's to him. <laughs> Ferry's getting, listen, Ferry's getting radicalized. He's even using his real name again. He doesn't, he's not using a, uh, he's not using a fake, uh, uh, you know, tongue in cheek mockery name. He's using his actual name. He's typing in all caps. I think he's been spending too much time with Greg Arcade, potentially. I'm just going to give him what he wants because, I mean, he's supposed to be one of the bouncers here, and he's one of the angriest guys in the bar. This isn't going to go well, so. Here's to uh, Mr. Top and uh, all of you guys. 222. Unbelievable. How am I still here? This was never supposed to go past, like, 30 or 50. Once we got to 100 on my triple digits, this will come on any minute now. I, I don't know. We've only got uh, 80. Oh my god, I'm dumb. 80. No. We are 70. all born free, but forever living chains. I went to pick your card, we can't do math. To existence on and on. I can't do the math. We'll take whatever comes to This used to be one of our theme songs, and you know what? It still should be. The Tempest by the Real Mackenzies. I love it. The darkness here's to you guys. Here's to James. Here's to you guys. And here's to the rest of the country. Cheers, boys. So roll, can tell through water like glass above a briny howl. So roll, come give all you can. Or the sea, she will bless us. We'll never see the land. We carry on the so on YouTube says somebody needs to make some Topinator memes. They have. There are some. The There's some floating around. We need more. We need more and more. But as long you, you gotta as wait. We survive, our hope and you gotta wait till it's right. Till it's the right time. Because we're using the daggone emojis there in Entropy Stream. slash Raging Disney. If you want to participate in the live, so the live chat, that's the primary one I pay the most attention to. The rest only get a cursory glance. Rumble. Hi, Rumble. YouTube. I refuse to be monetized on YouTube because they're just going to take that money and pay pedophiles with it. And I won't allow it. Finally. Cheers, guys. But I will use their platform to talk shit about them. Should I do the Should I do the twirly mustache? Should I do it? Should I get the 1800s Boer War infantry NCO mustache? Wax it right out. <laughs> Ah, uh, good time. I haven't had a beer in a while. Oof. Oh, I gotta get some more weed into me. Um, <laughs> the sound of someone strangling the wee plaid animal. The Tsar Nicholas Nash. Yeah, something like that. Is that even a question? Yes to handle? I do. I need the, the come And they, they stick straight out, right? Sergeant Teddy fucking Stoneham. Who are you? Who's loyal royal? Teddy Stoneham is a legend in its own right. I talked about that uh, 
uh, with James a little bit. He was one of the first. He was one of the first section commanders I had in Second Battalion. He was the first one I had in Second Battalion, actually. And he was fifty-one years old, fifty-one-year-old British guy. And he just ran circles around us and made us do pull-ups and like basically beat the shit out of us. And I was like, oh my god, he's fifty-one. I was like, oh, this won't be so bad. No, he was horrible. He was hard as nails. That guy, you know, that guy. Uh... Oof, he's uh, they they don't make them like they used to. I'll tell you that right now. Those some guys like that are are, are one in a one in a the Teddy Boys. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you, but you I don't know who you are, Loyal Royal. I don't I don't know. You're gonna have to give me a hint. There's a whole bunch of guys in here from the old units, and you know I I don't know. I know you're in here. I know what you're doing. You're talking shit about me on Facebook behind my back. I know what you're doing. <laughs> No one gives a fuck about Will Smith, somebody said on YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I literally don't care. I haven't cared about Will Smith since Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was no longer on TV. You know what I mean? I haven't given a flying fuck. Um, and wh why Why would anyone? Oh, I'm going to refresh this page. What are we going to do here? I don't really have much of a plan this evening um, other than I'm just going to make fun of people um, as, as, as usual. Um, and apparently, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to. It's up to you, you know, but uh, CSIS is having a great time interviewing all kinds of people. Do what you want. I mean, I don't know. In my experience, <laughs> being forthcoming and cooperative with the state has often resulted in my incarceration. <laughs> so, I don't know. Every time I talk to you guys, I get arrested. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I won't. I don't know. It's up to you. Um, you know, if they really want to investigate this meme country further, it's... Maybe, maybe, maybe this is like, um, maybe this is this, maybe this is the assignment for CSIS agents that have like, you know, in the army we have like, you know, we call them good goes or cushy postings, you know, where we, we put people where it's like, I mean, there's a job to be done, but it's kind of a vacation really, you know? And then, uh, people fight over it. It's like, I want the Dagalon file, you know, they're sitting here. They're probably drinking right now too. You know, they don't have to do anything. They just sit here and getting paid to sit here and watch these is, is pretty funny to me. <laughs> They won't talk to me. No, they've never even tried. They've never even reached out. I'm a friendly guy. <laughs> I've got no problem with that. Well, you know what? I don't know. Until they, once they, you know, install some kind of illegal, illicit stuff on my, you know, computer and then frame me for a bunch of things. I don't know if that's what they do or not. But I've, 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 se I've seen movies about the CIA. Aren't you guys the same thing? You know, don't, don't hack my truck and crash me into a car, please. Or, you know, use the heart attack gun. What? I don't know what you guys do. You don't, you don't tell anybody anything. You call yourselves public safety, all right? So first, right away, you're lying. You know, I mean, you're, you're coming at us in weird, shady terms like, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. You're kind of freaking me out. <laughs> the RCMP on the other hand. Hey, hey, what about this? They got a big raise. How'd you guys, how do you guys like that? <laughs> oh, it's April 1st, and it's, it's time to give everybody pay raises, except you. Government employees are going to get uh, all kinds of pay raises. And the RCMP got a... Huge one as, um, uh, you know, they, they, guys, they deserve it. Do you think it's easy to just run people over with horses? I mean, it's physically easy to do, but I mean, it's exhausting to party this much, to go to the Chateau Laurier, to have all these free meals and drinks and you're going, I mean, you're just beating people all day long. You're butt stroking them with guns and you're, it's a lot of work. It's hard, man. It's tough. So they deserve to have a 20%, uh, nearly a 20% pay raise, you know. That makes perfect sense. 
Makes perfect sense. As uh, Mounties celebrate the pay raise, municipalities look to upcoming budgets for federal help. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's April 1st. Constables can make more than $106,000. A jump of $20,000. That's without overtime, by the way. And it doesn't even specify constable uh, first, second, third, or fourth, or fifth uh, class rate, whatever, whatever it is. Um, hey, American cops, how mad are you? Come to Canada. You can do way less crime. There is virtually no violent crime in Canada compared to, especially if you're in Detroit. Imagine being a Detroit police officer making the equivalent of Canadian dollars, like $60,000, $55,000, dollars not very much, and, then, uh, and, and be shot at regularly. Every day. Chicago, they call it Chirac because for a period of time, more people were being killed in Chicago than in Iraq. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and then just across the bridge over in, you know, Windsor or Toronto, it's like, eh, yeah, it's not so bad. Oh, and you'll make double the money. Double the money. Isn't it interesting? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious as to how they, how they justify this. $106,000, a jump of 20, a $20,000 pay raise. An unprecedented pay raise. I, I, it may be. Do you think that's a coincidence? Do you think maybe the government's trying to, you know, come on, guys, you know, really do what we, we're giving you. They're bribing them. They're bribing them. Thousands of Mounties will see their salaries rise after today, thanks to the force's first ever collective agreement. But the group that represents municipalities across the country says many towns and cities need federal help to foot the bill. Oh, so we have to pay more money for them as well. We have to pay more money for these terrible, terrible, terrible cops. Last summer, the federal government and the union representing uh, the RCMP. They have a union? Nice. The army doesn't have one. You fucks. Ratified an agreement to deliver a sizable pay increase to nearly 20,000 members. Starting Friday, constables who account for more than half of all officers will be making up to $106,576, a jump of 20000 since April. They do a hard job. Like burning evidence, like ignoring crime, uh, like not uh, bothering to really do much about a 50-year-old dentist on a rampage in Nova Scotia and then lying about it and covering up evidence and so on. It's very difficult. It's a lot of work, guys. And, and, then, and then you have to deal with things like, you know, guys, imagine how hard it is to be an RCMP officer. You can't even celebrate how much you enjoyed beating the shit out of people in private with your own guys. Because then somebody leaks the phone, some, some heroic whistleblower will take screenshots of you saying how much you enjoyed stomping the fuck out of innocent people and then send them to someone and then they publish it on the internet. And then you look hard. I mean, God, the stress. I can't imagine. Can't imagine the stress. So, I mean, they deserve it. It's all very... Uh... <laughs> Hey, Tareen, uh, I don't want to read it. Uh, Tanine, man, this is more, I can't say this name. Vice President of the Federation of Canadian Municipalities said municipalities weren't at the negotiating table and now are looking at massive bills that, depending on municipality size, can range from thousands of dollars to millions. <laughs> long as you guys get paid, right? Because that's what the Mounties are all about. Me get mine. I'm going to get mine. That's all you guys give a shit about, obviously. Fucking obviously. Obviously. Let's bankrupt more. You know, they're done in, in Saskatchewan and Alberta. It's a matter of time. Um, they're, already, they're already basically shutting up, shutting, closing down shop. It's going to take a few years to get them out of there, but that's writings on the wall for that one. Uh, maybe potentially even Nova Scotia. Let's, let's see how this inquiry Public inquiry uh, pans out and see what comes out of this. But uh, you know what people don't like uh, is paying exorbitant costs for shitty service. 
We're going to, yeah, okay, we're going to need you to go ahead and pay 20% more, okay? Hey, didn't, wasn't there just a worst mass murder in national history and you guys totally fucking dropped the ball? You didn't even tell people it was happening. You used a, tw you, you sent a tweet. You sent a tweet at 11 o'clock at night. And in the meantime, he killed like a dozen more people and you didn't, yeah, we're going to need you to, Give us more money now and, and not talk about that. Maybe we'll make that illegal. Maybe we'll target you. Fuck you. Fuck off. There's nothing. You guys don't do anything that any other police force couldn't fucking do. And uh, as far as I can tell, you guys are corrupt to the fucking nines. So, yeah, let's just fucking knock that house down and, and build a new one. You know, it's time to move, kids. It's uh, It happens, you know. Uh, you've got termites. You've got uh, the foundation is sinking into the swamp. Uh, when you're this deeply corrupt, I mean, it should have been a pretty, pretty big red flag when the commissioner installed, installed is the right term, at the head of this organization, the RCMP, was by marriage in re related to the federal finance minister at the time. <laughs> and this is the same agency that uh, was investigating the prime minister's office for uh, corruption, obstruction of justice, and ethics violations, and all this kind of stuff. And they were saying, hey, can you stop doing that, please? Hi, this is, this is the prime minister's office. Can you go ahead and just shred those documents and stop investigating me for crimes? And they said, okay, okie dokie, and they just did it. So, you know... To say that my confidence in the, in the organization is low would not be accurate because low implies that there is some and there's none. So it's at zero. It's at ocean. It's at the ocean floor level. I will need James Cameron's submarine to go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench to find the depth, to find the level of where my respect for that organization lies. It's down there somewhere in the deep, you know, past the Titanic past you know there's a spanish galleon you know smashed up and you know there's it's down it's fucking down there is what i'm saying but you, they need a pay raise guys it's very important um oh jeez uh and this person goes on i don't know who tanine i assume it's a female i'm just guessing says uh, she says what we were advised to prepare for estimates of about 2.5 uh, percent per year actually turned out to be far below the final agreement of 23.7 percent which is retroactive pay going back to 2017. Okay, that's a backbreaking amount of money. That nope, nope. Shred the contracts now. You're done. Shh, get it. Get rid of them. Fire them all. Nope. Um, I guarantee you. This is you know if you don't have the police, well, what are we gonna do without the police? Here's my solution. This is the this is the empire of Dagalon's official <laughs> official solution. Okay. We don't have any. Oh, we got to. What do we do? Where do you live? We're in a rural municipality. Good. Where? Are you a farming community? Are, are you, you a fishing town? Okay. This is what you do. You go get all the local guys, like the fishermen, right? Like the boys, right? And they're now the cops. Deputize them. That would that probably that probably work. That would that system of just making you guys know what I mean when I say you know the boys in town. They're now the police. They will probably be more fair, reasonable, and better at doing their job and, <laughs> than the actual police. 
I would love to see that experiment, that side by side. Let's see which community fares better over the over a ten year period. We got a bunch of half in the bag fishermen just dealing with town shit versus the feds. <laughs> I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if that's the way it was done, uh, when you know Wartman was on his little fucking escapades or whatever, or whatever was really going on, we don't know. Um, they probably would have reacted with a lot more. Uh, seriousness than you people would have because you know what it's their town and community that was being terrorized by a psychopath and you guys couldn't even be bothered to warn anyone you couldn't even be bothered to um you know <laughs> send a tweet if only there was some sort of well what were they supposed to do what the fuck do you know about it well if only there was some kind of emergency alert system that we'd spent millions of dollars investing in uh designing you know the apps and getting everybody's phone numbers and plugging it into the system and then testing to a frustratingly annoying level every week, every few days. This is a test of the emergency. Yes, 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 I know. And then, if only we had that thing. Could we have used that thing to say, please stay indoors. There is a dangerous situation happening. There is a violent criminal on the loose shooting people. Stay in your homes, lock your doors, turn your lights off. If you uh, see this person... Please call us immediately. <laughs> Do not approach. Very dangerous. Had they done that, a lot of people would still be alive because they would have been on the roads, going to their jobs, out jogging, doing their morning routine, and just getting plugged by some maniac on the side of the road. That wouldn't have happened. Oh, and also make sure to mention, he's dressed as a police officer. Careful, you know. How hard would that have been to do? Would have taken, oof, not long, not, not, not long at all. But, uh, you know, the RCMP and its infinite wisdom in its 23.7% pay increase wisdom decided that uh, wasn't worth their time to do. Now, they decided it wasn't worth doing or they didn't want, they were scrambling to try and fix the situation or they're so brutally inept and incompetent that you need to ask yourself why we're paying these people as much money as we are when they can't even come to basic, obvious uh, conclusions like this. I read a story earlier that one of the constables in this uh, in this situation uh, encountered uh, Mr. Wartman on the road and hesitated as he didn't know what to do. And then by the time he decided to chase him, you know, he was gone. Does that? Do you think that guy is worth a hundred and six thousand dollars a year, motherfucker? I pay you to stop this exact thing from happening because that's what they love to do, right? They love to say, "Well, you better." You better be thankful because I'm 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 what's between me and you and, and crazy people fucking so I'm a, I'm a pretty yeah they're peacocking right just I don't know what a peacock does but it because <laughs> I'm the thin blue line and I fucking and then once upon a time something actually fucked happens and, oh my god it's that actual rare time that we actually need to you go go do your thing I can't I'm scared. Oh, you're fucking scared, and you want retro pay for five years. 23% increase. This is Mackenzie's little boy is not impressed. Uh, gonna just hold my tongue there for a minute. <clears throat> 2006 Chevy Silverado says, Why the fuck is the big PP pushing Bitcoin so hard now? He's small PP now. Small PP. Not big PP. He's small PP. Uh, kind of cringe. Yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned with the um, the crypto situation. That's being pushed not by him, by a lot of people in a lot of places. Mm, it's making me suspicious. That, I, I'm going to say on the next 
the next the next big rise in, in in crypto, which could be soon, especially the way the governments and states are starting to the, the the World Economic Forum, the Global Government Summit. That was something I was going to talk about. There's no global government. That is an all right conspiracy. There's no such thing as the class Schwab's What happened to you there at the end, Karen? You melted. Oh, it was the boosters. Right. Okay. You just kind of turned into, you looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the, <laughs> in Total Recall when he's on the surface of Mars there. I don't know what happened to you. Is that, a, is that an adverse effect? What's going on with you? Stand with Ukraine. Oh, God. You're like, your eyes are melting right out of your head. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> anyway, that um, uh, next next big push on on the crypto, I'm fucking cashing out. I'm I'm calling it. I don't know, man. I got a bad feeling. Did you know that the Economist, uh, infamous Rothschild, it's owned by the Rothschilds, it's Rothschild Magazine. Um, there is a picture. Maybe I can find it for you very quickly. I did not have this ready. Um, I bet if I just type in the Economist Bitcoins, so, yep, it didn't take long. Check this out. This is the uh, this is the cover of the Economist magazine, I think in 1989 or something like that, if memory serves. Can't quite. I got it back now. Let's see. One of these has got to have it. I can't quite tell. I can't zoom in. But it's it's old. It's from the 90s or or 1988. 1988, I believe. So it was, I thought it was 88 or 89. Uh, in the magazine, I guess it was easier. Need a better. So it's got a weird a phoenix rising from the burning piles of cash, and there's a little coin uh, with a an O with a line through it. Like a lot of people at the time go, "Was this is Bitcoin a trap?" And no one knows who invented Bitcoin. No one knows where it came from. No one knows who controls many of the wallets. There's actually a, a, a big problem that a lot of people aren't aware of with Bitcoin is that um, it's a market that can move dramatically. Say, a huge portion, over half of all the Bitcoin that there is, is held by a very small amount of people. They got in early. They bought a lot of it. They still have a lot of it. They're super billionaires now, and nobody knows who they are. <laughs> I don't know who a lot of them are. And the inventor of it is Satoshi uh, Yakamoto or Yim Satoshi, something like that. And um, no one knows who that is either. And it's all, and it and it coincided with the near collapse of the banking system in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, in Wall Street after the uh, uh, mortgage securities fraud uh, hit the hit the hit reality, and the global markets almost were collapsed. But don't worry, we, they mortgaged the future. They sold out all kinds of you know America printed money, ruined people, wiped out their savings to save the bankers from their own you know stupidity and greed. So everything worked out there, unless you were a rich American, then in which case you probably went homeless, you killed yourself. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Peasants, who cares about them? So anyway, the point is, I'm not. I, I've been pushing Bitcoin for a while, but insofar as like, I think it's a it's a way that is gonna it's gonna keep increasing for a while, a little while anyway. Um, but I f I'm concerned that there's gonna be a point in time where they pull the rug out from under you, and uh, say those some of those uh, you know shareholders, if you will, um, cash out to a large degree all at once. That could really tank things and. I don't know. And when you don't know who made it, that's a problem. <laughs> you know, who's the inventor? Nobody knows. Buy some. <sighs> the idea makes sense. But you can track every single dollar penny spent. It's all there. It's an open ledger. You know, 
Is there a way the government can manipulate this to use it against you? I'm sure they can. And I'm sure they've been working on it and researching it and trying to figure out how to do that the entire time. Um, Godzilla Unchained says, hey, Ceases, I pay this guy to broadcast shows for you to watch on the government dime. Where's my thanks? Well, they're, you know, maybe, maybe they've got, maybe you're next. Maybe they're going to come talk to you tomorrow. CRJ says, did the RCMP drunk fed informant instigator budget get upped to? Um, maybe. Generally, uh, loneliness and uh, self-loathing to that degree, um, you, you, don't, you can't be by yourself because when you're just by yourself and when you hate yourself, there's uh, a pretty good chance you'll kill yourself. So to avoid that, um, they take that self-loathing and hatred and bitterness and they, they live on the internet all day, every day, Twitter, you know, and then, and then project that onto other people in the world to distract themselves from how much of a total colossal failure of a human being that they are and to, you know, ward off and keep at bay the thoughts of how much they should just fucking uh, neck themselves um, for being a complete and total, you know, colossal failure, disgusting human being, um, that, that kind of thing. So that, that, that could explain it. It could be a budget increase. It could be any number of things, but that's, uh, I'm going to lean towards the former. Some weekends and Tuesdays says, did the police horse get a pay raise or a trampling bonus? I, I think Seabiscuit probably got a few dollars uh, or, or carrots or a muffin or maybe it got studded out. You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not familiar with that particular horse, but uh, it definitely did. It, it was very, ex it was an exemplary performer on that dime. Entropy died, really? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, let me go back and check. Seems, no, it seems to be fine. What are you talking about? It did not die, or did it? Maybe it just died for you. <laughs> oh, it did. Oh, you're right. That's weird. I was just watching myself. What's going on here? Well, we'll give it a second here. But I missed it. Why? It says I'm offline. I'm not offline. I'm online right now. <sighs> Some people's children. Was it because I was... Oh, I probably talked about the Rothschilds or something. Eh? Well, it's back now. I don't know what that was about. Entropy just kind of did its thing. It's fine. We're back now. Uh, how the hell are you still on uh, BoobTube? They've kicked off channels for far less. Uh, I've been kicked off many times. This is my... I have five channels. <laughs> this one was banned. I got it unbanned. My original one was much larger. It got banned. Um, and I don't monetize anything. I think I, think I beat them. I think I've, I think I've beaten their will to fight. Um, that's what I need. This is what I want. Wait, did I put any weed oil in there? This is the problem with this because sometimes I, I do it preemptively. I preload these and then forget that I did it. And then I put in more. And then only later do I realize when I'm ripped out of my mind and the thought of navigating my own house becomes challenging and scary. Do I know that I, yeah, I, I put in too much? And I, I think I'm, I, that might be. Don't let me have any more of this. No more of this tonight, because things will get weird. I'll start talking about Antarctica and aliens or something. You know, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't. I don't need that kind of shit in my life. Um, so anyway, yeah, the Bitcoin thing. There's lots of exchanges you can trade them for precious metals straight up. They'll take Bitcoin for gold uh, right right up, straight up, one for one. You can you can do it if you want to do it. Um, I am probably going to, probably going to, I'm thinking about, I'm at least a, a substantial portion of my, my crypto holdings. I'm going to probably cash out here on the next run and, um, going to use it to, uh, probably pay for lawyers. <laughs> hey, Hey, that's why you've got savings, right? That's uh, that's what you do. Meanwhile, 
Um, you know, so we've got, uh, so we've understood. Yeah. So the RCMP, I, I've cut them up enough for, the, the, you know, I, it's a, I, it's, I gotta do it. It's a family tradition. It's a family tradition. <laughs> the McKenzie clan and the Mounties have been going at it for deck of generations. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the province of doom and in, in, uh, you know, communist, um, no, Nova, Nova Scotian grad. Um, the, uh, the, the health authority, I guess, is going to make changes to address, to address a growing staffing crisis due to COVID-19. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean the virus is causing you a staffing crisis? This is the Victoria Hospital in Halifax, I think, yeah. QE2? No. Yes. Or could it be that because of your lunacy and detached from reality, your mass delusion, uh, mass formation, psychosis, I believe was, was the term, the, the clinical term, and uh, th th that you started doing things like, I don't know, uh, mass firing healthcare workers in the middle of what you believed was a deadly pandemic. That was your words. And inside such a, you know, crisis... You fired much of your uh, your most important workers. Just throwing that out there. If, if you're in the middle of a uh, you know a deadly pandemic, who's more important to make sure stay employed? Who should you get more of? I would say healthcare workers would probably be the the number one um, priority. And instead, they fired tens and thousands of. I think seventy thousand healthcare workers were let go across the country. About that. That's a staggering number. I, I, it can't, no, it can't be that many. Maybe it was 30,000. It was tens of thousands, regardless. Regardless. The fact it was more than one is, is bananas. They were healthy. They were ready to work. They wanted to work. And they're like, no, you didn't join the needle cult, so you're fired. But every person you fire diminishes your capacity and ability to administer health care, to, to give out health care, to save lives, which is what I thought we were doing. I thought the whole point was to save lives, stay home and save lives, get the needle and save lives. Every person you fire uh, kills lives, actually, uh, because then wait times go up. Surgeries get pushed back. Screenings are not done. The wait times in hospitals are longer and longer and longer. And this, all of this, uh, you know, the net result of all of this means more people die when they didn't need to. Because you fired people that you didn't need to. Because you're fucking stupid. Because you're fucking stupid. This is the same thing as you're, you know, you're, you're, you're in a, you, you, you there's a mall. It's on fire. It's completely on fire. What are we going to do? Well, I want to make sure all the firemen, I want them to wear puffy jackets. And some of the firemen say, no, that's, that's dangerous because I'm, I'm not wearing a puffy jacket. I could be engulfed in flames, for starters. And uh, there's no need. There's no time. I'm trying to help you. Do you want the building put out? A, uh, you're fired. 20% of you are fired. And you fire 20% of the firemen for an arbitrary, ridiculous reason that has, makes no sense. And then your mall burns down. And then you blame the firemen that you fired for the mall burning down. Is that where we're at now? Is that the country we're in? Dude, yeah, we've... No, no, no. The smart people are in charge, guys. There's nothing to worry about. It's fine. There was another part of this article I thought was interesting. Um, down here, we've got the hospitalizations, which have exploded. 
Now, this, this one in particular, this is the daily cases. So many cases, you see. Now, in January of 2021, is, is this little barely, barely visible pimple on the graph here. You have a daily, was it daily new cases? Seven-day average was about, peaked at about 17. And now, in January of this year, we're up to, what's the peak here? 933. What do you suppose change? Oh, and, and now we're into, April. we're still, you know, it's just exploded, obviously, here on the right. From right around early December, and now we're coming into April. March, April is still climbing compared to last year, where it was not even registering. Now, again, Nova Scotia is one of the, the provinces with the strictest measures, lockdowns. It had a border checkpoint. Papers, please. I remember I did it. One of the highest um, redacted rates in the country. What is so different from January of last year to January, February, March of this year? Because January, February, look, in, geez, in this one, we were down to two, one a day, two, four. And then this year, it's like hundreds and hundreds a day. It seems to me, as an amateur person with a brain, that something happened. Something seems to have happened between 2020, 2021, and 2022. Some radical change, some kind of extreme variable must have happened to drastically, drastically alter the situation. Hmm. I wonder what it could be. Why are there so many more people in the hospital now? I recall saying something like this, that, uh, that hospitals could be overwhelmed and all, and so on and so forth as a result of redacted. Now it appears to be happening. And I wonder whose fault it is. Probably mine. <sighs> Do you know what else? And, and they're going to try and walk this shit back, too. They already are. Get a load of this. And try not to be mad. All right? This is... I mean, you're going to be mad. No, don't even try. Just be mad. You should be mad. This is lunacy. Uh, let me refresh this for you. Um, vaccine mandates in workplaces is, is gone on, on, on March 1st. Should people that were fired, that lost their employment because they refused to get a, a vaccination, should they be rehired? Well, I would leave that up to the individual corporation. Uh, our policy and recommendation was to have an immunization policy, uh, whether you vaccinate or uh, get tested. Uh, if they've gone forward and had a mandate, which was not uh, our direction, uh, uh, I would leave it up to the individual corporation to negotiate that with their workforce. There you have it. There was never a job mandate for your employers <sighs> to put in place to have you dismissed from your workplace. So this video is going to help you out for sure with your lawsuit. So <laughs> let me get this straight. There, oh, there was no mandate. You simply wanted a policy. So you're going, don't look at me. I, I, oh, I, uh, mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, 
as you know, many people are saying, this is not legal. This is not the law. It never was the law. Everything that was done was completely illegal. There is already a pile of lawsuits coming. They're in the works right now. They're working their way through. It's going to take a couple of years, but you people are all going to be fucked. It's going to come out. I told you this a long time ago. Not that they're listening. You think you're getting away with something like, oh, don't worry. You're going to be covered. When you go to pick up, how many times do I say this? You're going to go pick up the phone and you're going to try and call your rep at the World Economic Forum or wherever, and it's going to go, boo doo doo. This number you have called is no longer in service. Goodbye. And you're just going to go to prison. You're all going to be sold out. The damage is done. They got what they wanted. They made trillions of dollars. And you and and guess what? See, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, dum dums. Um, when you're when there's like a big heist or a crime going on, there's always a thing called a, a patsy. You know, a fall guy. You see where I'm going with this? You're not Bill Gates. You're not Klaus Schwab. You're just the fall guy. Who do you think? Do you think you're going to be able to wrangle any of those guys into a courtroom? No, but they can get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do you think some of these, hell, uh, these, these, these people are resigning and fleeing the country? Do you think maybe they figured it out or they know something you don't? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait because you deserve it. I, you deserve it. You just blindly did what you were told. You didn't ask any questions because you're a coward. Even, I, I, even though many of them, I probably, or I'm sure, know that what they were doing was wrong on some level. Or maybe they knew overtly, like, oh, this is really fucked up, but I'm doing it anyway. You deserve every single thing that's coming your way. I can't wait. And wait for the tears. I was just, I'm so, I did my best. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You looked out for number one. You looked out for yourself. And uh, you didn't dare ask a single question or challenge anything. And you were making too much money to care. Remember that other stream I did with all the pay raises for all these people? Out of the top of Dakotas. All the money they were making, six figures, huge raises. They, they, were, they, they were being too, too, paid too much to care. So when this all inevitably, because it is reality, it's happening, it's going to keep happening, it's going to continue. The, the datas and the studies are coming out. And now like, oh, everything causes heart attacks. It's always been a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, somebody's going to have to pay for it. <laughs> it's not going to be Bill Gates. He's living in a, an underground city under Antarctica right now. He's, uh, he's, he's going to be doing just fine. So the moral of the story is, kids, uh, well, um, <laughs> don't just do crime because, some, you know, uh, the old, I mean, I don't know. I thought we knew this. Just doing my job is never an excuse. It never has been. I, I thought we all knew this. For a bunch of people that like to go, Holocaust at every fucking possible, every possible, even when it's not, you know, even when it has nothing to do with anything. Who ate the last piece of carrot cake? The Holocaust! Like, oh my God. Like, it's, it's always the, the go-to thing. You would think that our society, being beaten over the head with this to the level that we have, we would understand collectively that just doing majarb is not... Is not a uh, is not an excuse for anything. You're, we're supposed to hold ourselves to higher standards than that, and be, and be bigger people than that, and go. Uh, and I talked about uh, this with uh, uh, Warren Top here uh, this this afternoon. When I was in the military, 
and I was trained to be a soldier. I was trained, and he was nodding along. Yes, that, yes, you follow orders. Yes, you do what you're told. Yep, 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 as a good soldier and, you know, for queen and country, you know, and all of that. However, there is a very, very strong but to that, and we were all taught it. it this isn't informal. This is formal training, okay? I don't remember the exact uh, Queen's regulations and orders subsection whatever of what it is. But if you're being given immoral and unethical order or illegal orders, you are obligated to do something about that, to say, no, I'm not doing that. I am not going to do that. That is unethical. That is immoral. That's illegal. It's your job to speak up and say something because we're Canadian soldiers. We're not uh, mindless drone communist robots. That's what makes us different from the evil people. Um, because, you know, and this is a safeguard, supposed to be. But since so many people are fucking cowards in this country, it, do, it doesn't seem to be working. But you can have a tyrannical, out-of-control, you know, pl platoon commander, company commander, the general. I, I burn the city, kill them all! Um, no, general, that is, is super illegal. We're not going to do that. And extortion's illegal. You know what the definition of extortion is? Is to obtain something by coercion, essentially. And they use the Harvey Weinstein attack. Listen, you don't put this in your body. You're going to lose your job. You're going to let me do this. You're not going to work here no more. That's extortion. That's illegal. That's a crime. That's immoral. That's unethical. That's illegal. Sorry. That's what happened. And... People are figuring it out, and they're filing the lawsuits, and lawyers, it's, it's happening. I'm talking to them. I'm following it. People in this province especially. What are you going to do? And how are you going to hide? You think people are going to figure it out? Why is everybody so sick exactly? What's going on here? Hmm. Let's put them into two categories. One are redacted. And the other are unredacted. One of these things is not like the other. These things just isn't the same. But that was yesterday's problems. And it's all done. We can't do anything about that now. But um, And that's something I've, I've, you know, like people to think about again going forward. You know, they go to the rallies and the protests and, you know, do all these kinds of things. Um and I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna bring this is gonna come back. There's gonna be what are we on wave six now? There'll be a you know Power Rangers variant or something. Something will happen. They're gonna do more of these. It, it's not this is a way of life now. This is what we're doing. They're they're hanging onto this the this theater, this show. They're all celebrities. They're all you know big shots and important. They're making money hand over fist. Nobody in power wants this train to end anytime soon. They don't want to. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna have to be that way. We're gonna have to. People are going to sue the sue the ever-loving hell out of them and uh, drag it through the judicial system. They're counting on your, your apathy and your laziness to not bother. They don't mind you going out there and holding a sign in the street. Because you know what that does? Nothing. That doesn't do anything. Getting sued and getting subpoenaed to testify in court under threat of perjury and having all of your private communications disclosed out of a, out of a freedom of information request and displayed in front of the whole world in a court. Yeah, that's a problem. That's not good if you're a fucking massive criminal. If you've done some naughty things, that would be bad. And they're counting on you on no one, you know, wanting to do that. If enough people uh, get involved in that, that that could really that could cause some problems. So anyway, 
these movements and stuff going forward. That that should be the focus. Is not not so much because uh, I mean we know what happens when you protest. You get you get trampled by a horse. You get you get a gun butt to the side of the head, um, or whatever. You get a tear gas grenade in the leg, or batoned over the head, or shot with rubber bullets. They need to be held accountable. Being angry and 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 you know frustrated and protesting and all that kind of that. I mean, there's I understand the need to do that. And that's why they let you do it. It's a it's a pressure release valve. Um, but it doesn't do anything. They need to be held accountable. People need to hold them accountable. Because what they did and what they are doing is illegal. And um, whether they get away with it or not is, well, that's going to be up to us, I guess. Wait. Which... It was both, I did both. This is going to get sloppy real fast. Dan, the Raging Canadian says, all about those aliens in Antarctica. I heard there's a portal to inner Earth. Also, Atlantis is off the coast of Nova Scotia. Take me away, Atlantis. Blam says, any bet on how bad it's going to get after the petrodollar absolutely shit tanks? Oh, buddy. Glad you brought that up. David Malinsky says, welcome back, you beautiful bigoted bastard. I listen to your podcast because when you do the live stream, I'm at work and you might get a kick out of this, but I run a wood chipper for a living. <laughs> I did get a kick out of that. He said, we missed you, bro. My day isn't the same without rage. Thanks. I, it's, dude, it's great. Um, and I have no choice. I can't stop. What am, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't do military contracting like I thought of because the fucking police took all of my gear. Took all my equipment illegally. They stole it. Not illegal to own any of this, guys. Took it all anyway. Okay. All right. Uh, when I when we go, oh, maybe I can maybe I can go to a university. Go get a degree. <laughs> oh, you want admissions to the school, huh? Well, let me just quickly Google your name and oh no 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 thank you, sir. And that goes for any other kind of, you know, traditional job or anything. So I'm pretty much, pretty much all in at this point. This is what I'm doing. Uh, this is the only thing I'm going to be able to do. So if they were trying to stop me, they did the exact job. You're supposed to, listen, in warfare, you're supposed to provide your enemy a way to, you know, a give them an out. You know, it, that makes more sense. Because otherwise, you know what happens when people get dug in? And then they can't retreat anywhere to a place where it may, and then maybe they'll, you can negotiate and surrender. No, they just dig in and fight like hell because it's that or die. <laughs> so, just an advice. I don't know. You should give them an out, you know, leave that, leave it out so they can leave if they want to. And then uh, less people have to die. You know what I mean? Then they leave the battlefield. You win. It's like, oh, all right, good. Is that better? Yes, it's better because it's better than everybody fighting down to the last man and becoming a goddamn fucking bloodbath. 
can't cornered animals fight like cornered animals? You know what I mean? I, not, what am I talking about? I don't. I don't feel cornered. I'm just saying. I, what else would I even do? The whole the whole thing spawned on, uh, you know, Mr. Malinsky. I I enjoy it. I, I like talking to you guys. I like having uh, fun here. Especially you know, except that we're apparently uh, we're all terrorists now, and that's that's weird. I mean, I don't know how sensitive the country's become in, over the years, but. Uh, <laughs> Daggercron Tominator wave coming soon. I hope so. I hope it never stops. I can't wait. What else is going on here? Oh my god. Yeah, the Oh the carbon taxes. Oh goodness. Um We've got the regretful Parker Convoy guy. This is in the wrong order. I'm I had to run oh, that's a terrible story. Um this was one of the one of the guys when I was talking about earlier. So uh Putin has um Ordered gas exports. The Russian Federation is uh, a huge net energy exporter to Europe. Maybe you've heard of it. Germany especially. And um, they've decided they're no longer going to accept payment in anything other than the Russian rubles. Now, what that means is they're going to have to deposit money into Russian banks to get Russian rubles and pay in Russian rubles. And the Russians have switched their economy back to a gold-backed uh, money system. So, in ironically, the Russian currency is probably now the most stable in the world because it's backed by gold reserves, which they've been stockpiling for, de- for quite a while. I think they've planned for exactly this opportunity. And this is a direct attack on the, the petrodollar. And the petrodollar is um, mostly backed by... The U.S. military. Uh, anyone that tried to get away from the U.S. dollar, the petrodollar, and, you know, go to a gold-backed currency and, you know, this kind of thing. And uh, they got bombed into oblivion. Saddam Hussein tried to do that. Uh, Muammar Gaddafi tried to do that. Uh, Bashar al-Assad was talking about doing it. Yeah, so there's, there's an issue with that, except Russia's quite strong. And uh, they're going for it. And Saudi Arabia won't return the calls. It was the alliance between the Saudi Arabians and the Americans and their combined uh, oil exporting production and the agreement to trade in U.S. dollars uh, that made the, quote, petrodollar so powerful. It basically is you had to use it because it's what everybody was using. The U.S. dollar was, was the dollar around the world. You could take a U.S. dollar in any country anywhere and get something. for. I mean, everyone was like, oh, U.S. dollars, of course. And it was called the petrodollar because why is it so important? Why? why? Well, it's backed by the oil and the guns. Because it's not backed by gold anymore. They got rid of the gold standard in the 70s. So oil and guns. And now, you know what? U.S. doesn't seem to have control of either. And now the Russians are coming out with a gold-backed currency. Uh, this is going to be a... That, that is probably the most significant thing to happen out of this whole situation, that the Russians have taken a shot at the, at the petrodollar like this. Uh, anyway, um, and the Europeans are refusing, and they're going to... No, we'll pay you in euros. We will pay you in euros. Yes. Mulhuels, only rubble, only Russian rubles. Interesting. So either, and they're going to shut the gas off. So you've got uh, no fertilizer, food exports, turning the heat off. Europe is not going to be a fun place to be very, very soon. I hate to say. But, you know, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Everything's going to be, everything's going to be fine here. Um. The carbon price uh, increased today. Here's what you can expect. I love this. CBC is the most unintentionally hilarious news outlet in the. It's it's pretty much the Babylon Bee at this point. <laughs> if you know what's going on, look at this two dollar gallon gas. 
Two dollar leader. <laughs> That'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. Rabbit hole, dude. Fucking rabbit hole. That'll never happen, bro. You know how many times I've been told that I'm I'm so tired of being right about things. <laughs> it's the Alex Jones effect. I understand him now. I understand him better than he does. <laughs> This is why I drink. This is why I gotta be. I gotta. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I need a blood alcohol content that is that is steady every day, all day. Or I will lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Two dollars a liter. Hey ho! That'll never happen, bro. The federal carbon price rises today for everyone, but some Canadians can expect to get more money back from the program than others. And to see their rebates sooner and more frequently. Wow, the Ministry of Truth, as you go poorer and further into debt, and I know for a fact, because I know many of you and I talk to you, and I, you know, and you know, everybody's hurting. No one has enough money. They're like, my God, the gas, I can't pay this much. Uh, uh, grocery, how much bread is how much money? In this scenario. The, the CBC says, it's great news. Here's how you're richer than ever. <laughs> Bitch, what you say? What are you talking about? I'm broke. I'm broke, motherfucker. <laughs> Canadians living in jurisdictions that don't have carbon pricing policies of their own receive federal benefit payments to compensate for higher prices. I've never received such a thing. Starting in July, individuals and families in Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Ontario will receive their federal tax-free climate action incentive payments automatically every quarter. Climate action incentive payments. And it, what is it? Like 200 bucks? Like, you're paying more. Oh, my God. Because of the money printing, this is, I'm going to exp try and ex badly explain this as, as a, someone that's drunk and on drugs right now. The reason everything's so expensive is because of inflation. And inflation happens because of money printing. And by money printing, I mean money, you know, where people are, where does money come from? It literally comes from nowhere. They just make it up. They'll go, yep, here's 500 more billion dollars. There, it exists. And then they print it. At the press, at the, at, the, at the Mint, wherever the fuck they make it, if you need cash, most of the money that exists is digital now. It doesn't physically exist. It's all on computers. They just type it in. The central bank does not belong to the government. It belongs to itself. Who owns it? No one knows. The Bank of Canada? No one knows who owns the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada lends, borrows its money from the International Monetary Fund and, and variants thereof. And then it gets its money... From the Bank for International Settlements, settlements in Switzerland, which is apparently its own country with its own military and everything. <laughs> and it's immune to international persecution anyway. Basically, the government borrows money from this secret bank, which might as well be called Jimmy's Fuck Shack Money Town. It doesn't matter. Same as the Federal Reserve in the United States. It's not really, it's a little bit different in Canada. I guess there is some kind of, but essentially... The government does not control the money. It's not backed by gold. There is no gold. If you own an ounce of gold in your house, if you own a quarter of an ounce, if you have a gold ring that might be fake gold, you have more actual money than the federal government of this country does. That's a fact. So what happens is, if there's only, you know, a million dollars in the country, that's all we have, then one of those dollars is very valuable because not very many people have one. If there's $10 million, it's less valuable. 50, 100, a billion, a trillion, right? 
So how does things, how do things like, uh, you know, Weimar Germany happen where you've got a wheelbarrow full of money and you can't even buy groceries because it's not enough money? In Venezuela, why are people wiping their ass with money? Because they printed so much that it literally became worthless. Why did the U.S. dollar, why is it worth 3% of what it originally was? In the 1800s, you could buy a house for like $50 or something. I you know what I mean? Now it's now it's crazy because they keep printing more and more and more and more. And that it, when the government says we are going to spend two hundred billion dollars on abortions for trans people in the galaxy of Narnia, like the shit that they do, that's them printing money because they're going to borrow it from the bank who gives it to them and then says, "Okay, here's two hundred billion dollars. You owe me two hundred thirty billion dollars." But the two hundred billion dollars you just gave me didn't even exist until just now when you typed it in. So how can I repay you more money than even fucking exists in all, at all? How is that even possible? And they go, no, it's not possible. You can't. You're going to have to get it from other people. So the more money goes up the stairs to pay the debts. The more money printing that happens, the more expensive everything in your life is going to be. Forever, forever, forever. And that's why they pay more taxes. The taxes have to increase to pay the premiums on the loans that the government has made from these banks that they can never repay. So your taxes will go up to pay the government so the government can pay the banks who invented the money literally out of fucking thin air. I know, it, I know that sounds insane, but there's a reason they never taught you how money worked in school, and there's a reason why I had to go look for it myself and figure it out, and it's fucking mind-blowing. It's nothing. It should be, you know, um, a unit of currency, say $100, whatever. You know, a, a gold coin, I think, in Canada is worth about $2,500 right now, a one ounce of gold. So if there was, what's a tenth of that, $250? So say there was a $250 bill, let's pretend... You should be able to take that into a bank and go, never mind, and they give you a tenth of an ounce of gold back, and you trade back and forth. Rather than carry the gold around, you have this note. It's called a bank note. It says, shows that you're good for it. Don't worry, I got the money. It's in, it's in the bank. Here, you can, you can have this. You can have this note. And then you can take that note that this guy's given you, take it to the bank, and trade it back for that one out tenth of ounce of gold that he just basically gave you in paper format. It was a way of trading without carrying fucking gold around, because people get robbed and stabbed and shot in the road, and there's you know, cowboys and Indians in the crate. You know, <laughs> right? You don't want to be walking around with a bag of gold in your pocket. That's how it's supposed to work. But then these scumbags got in. I didn't realize this was the st this was the stream is going to be drunk history of the Federal Reserve. Apparently, so then anyway, what's the point of them? There's a guy Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Woodrow Wilson's a fucking dickhead, an idiot. Fucking moron. Woodrow Wilson was the president of the United States, and uh, he even admitted it. He's like, I just destroyed America. I just destroyed America. It was called the Federal Reserve Act, and uh, all these gangster rich guys got together and convinced him <laughs> to sign this, which you know made them now in charge of the money system of the United States. And then in the 70s with Nixon, they're like, let's just get rid of all the gold entirely. Then we can just print money forever. Because if you don't have the money to represent the gold, if you only got one gold coin, you can't print more than $2,500. Because if there's $4,000 out there and everyone comes to the bank and goes, we all want our money, you only have enough money for half of them. 
you made the rest of it up out of nothing. So they're like, well, let's just get rid of the gold entirely and we'll print all the money forever as much as we want and everything will be amazing. And, and that's what we did. And now everything costs a billion dollars. Now a house is fucking half a million dollars. The house I bought in Halifax just a few years ago in 2017, I paid $268,000 for this house. Do you know what's the price at now? $700,000. My house in Halifax is worth $700,000. I did nothing. Nothing. I didn't even paint. I did nothing to this place. And it's almost tripled in value. Did it triple in value? Because you can buy the same thing. You're still getting the same thing. You're getting the same exact fucking house, but you paid three times more for it. Why? Because the house didn't become more valuable. The money became less valuable. Every time they print money, the money you have is worth less and less, and less, and that's called inflation, and then when it becomes too much, it becomes hyperinflation, happens very fast, and you can say, well, that's fine, I got $10,000 in the bank. $10,000 in the bank from one year to the next could be the difference between, oh, I don't know, $10,000 today and not even enough to pay for groceries because it's, it's, it's worthless. It's, it's paper, which is backed by nothing. Anyway, that's my rant about, uh, about money for today. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't not financial advice. I'm an idiot. Don't even you know. I'm just trying to make. I'm just trying to entertain Ceases. All right, that's really all I'm doing at this point. Um, let's see. Oh my, we'll scroll down here. Uh, Short and long says I know six people who either died diagnosed with uh, myocarditis or with a terminal autoimmune disorder in the last year, from 35 to 10. Fucking tell me coincidence. It was probably climate change. That's probably what did it. <laughs> Reverend Chances, pull up your bootstraps and start your own country. Buckle, just pull up. You just you gotta clean your room and you gotta. When you've got like it's like a meme that 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 you 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 existentially materialize into a a, a nation that determines it. You're gonna be a terrorist. <laughs> Some weekends and Tuesdays says gas payments and rubles equals collapse of the U.S. petrodollar. I think so. David Malinsky's back, and he says, well, I personally hope you never stop. Before I heard you on InfoWars, I thought our country was nothing but a bunch of weak-willed cucks to the state. Thanks to you, I found my community. PC bigots! Right on, man. Good to have you. Well, welcome aboard. Rocky says, Ceases, let's try this. If anyone watching is unstable or thinking of snapping, call 613-993-9620. Report yourself. They, they're now... There, now they can stop wasting everyone's time. We've been watching this, it's unstable or snapping. Call 613-993-9620. If you're, if you're about to do a terror, call that number. There. Is that, what, is that all I need to do? Imagine, they're like, we just need you to read the number. Just make sure the number's on the bottom of the screen at all times and you're good to go. Well, why'd you spend $30 million investigating me for? Was the helicopter necessary? I mean, you're tracking my phone. What are you doing? <laughs> the road is long. NYC bit. How you doing? NYC bit, bro. He's upgraded. He says, hey, bro. Asking for a friend. But is that wood chipper guy next to any train tracks by chance? Anyway, great streams today. <laughs> Fuck you, Amy. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Harris, how are you doing? He says, drunk history of Federal Reserve subscribed. <laughs> And another thing, the Second World War was a farce. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh my god, he's going all the way. <laughs> you guys don't even know about the Havara agreement, do you? Do you, do you even know about that? You didn't hear that? It's very, very agreement, bud. Fucking look it up. H A V A R A A A. <laughs> what am I doing with these beers? Get the fuck out of here. Oh no, it's one of those days. Anyway, thanks, Harris. I appreciate it. Oh, my mouse has become less sensitive. Uh, Mr. Peterson. Yeah, he's good. He's a good time. Uh, why do I need a John be the de facto leader of the greatest country in the world? Exactly. Exactly. We're doing good here. We're doing, we're doing, we're doing good thing. <laughs> the audio is better on Rumble. Interesting. That's what Chris Freestone on YouTube says. Um, Texan, how you doing, man? He says the stream with Warren Officer Tops was good. I was working and driving, but listening right on. He was he was fun. He was you know exactly what I imagined he'd be. Classic, typical, uh, stereotypical, uh, recce warrant. You know. Um. Anyway, so money and stuff. Basically, the government needs more of your money because it can't stop spending your money and to pay the debt on the money that it borrowed to spend your money and hasn't been able to get more money in return, so has to play musical chairs and rob you. Uh, we've got something called a carbon tax now, um, which is not covering costs to Canadians. That's not what CBC said. I, I, I read that I was getting a rebate in the mail. That this man here with this immaculate haircut, whoever he is, and those wonderfully handsome even spectacles that certainly make him look even better, this clearly sane hinged looking man, so hinged, we've got twice as many hinges on the doors than you do. We've installed extra ones, he's that hinged told me that I was going to get a pavilion zillion fairy dollars in the mail if I yelled at the sky and uh, demanded um, if we give the government more money, the sky will be nice. Um, claims by the government that the carbon tax would see Canadians get more back in rebates than they paid into the program are false, according to Canada's federal budget watchdog. Boom, 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 boom. No, no, it can't be false. No, how could the how could the liberals fuck something up? How is it that they said? Remember, it was revenue neutral. It's not going to make any difference. Somehow, I'm going to tax you, but you're not going to lose money. Oh, really? Tell me how that works. Not only are you losing money, it does nothing either. <laughs> they're just they're just stealing. They're just stealing. It's just stealing. It's just in. It's just uh, high level theft. Okay. It's not like someone broke into your house, hit you with a gun, and, and stole your money or robbed your purse. This is like, this is real gangster stuff. They're stealing in a way that makes it look legal, and it's all, it's very official. This is how you steal and get away with it, motherfucker, okay? These guys are the biggest gangsters in the world. These people are the biggest criminals in the country. They're professionals. That's, that's what they are. That's what this is. That's what the suit, and that's what all this means. He's a prof they're, they're professional criminals. They're, they're, uh, they're trained. They're, they're elite-level criminals. Not like amateur level criminals that are like, I'm gonna steal your radio out of your car. Like, no, that's terrible. That's number one. The risk to reward is low. You can only carry maybe two stereos at a time. You're on foot. Where are you gonna take them? How much are they even worth? I mean, this is just a poor crime scheme in and of itself. 
Then you've got mid-level, you know, higher-level, you know, criminals. You got some successful drug dealers. You know, they make some decent money. You know, but the risk is high and this kind of thing. These fucking guys are making hand over fist, fuck you money. Have very little to no risk because they can pawn their shit off on anybody else they want, anytime they want. Say, oh, it wasn't me. It was it was Bill and it was Fred and it was all. and they're off to the Cayman Islands. They disappear. Oh, they got a slap on the wrist or something, right? That's that's crim that's crime. That's how you do a crime. That's how you rob people. You rob them in broad daylight right in front of them and make them think that they have to give you the money. Ooh. I mean, the entire mafia is just watching them like, man, they're good. You know? That's all it is. That's all this is. This is a joke. Most households, according to Blacklock's reporter, the Parliamentary Budgets Office says that most households will see a net loss as a result of the carbon tax rebate scheme. Oh, no. 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 No way. I don't believe it. By 2030, these net losses would mean thousands in additional taxes a year for some households. As recently as yesterday, the uh, at the Commons Environment Committee, the environment minister spread the untrue claim that most Canadians got more money back from the carbon tax program than they paid into it. So they're just lying now. They're just lying straight to your face. Um, he says, as you know, according to the parliamentary budget officer, eight out of ten households are better off with carbon pricing. He continued, it is true that the richest among us in Canada do not benefit from it. Can you, can you speak up, minister? What? Can you speak up? No one can hear you. You're talking like a frightened little girl. No, 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 I'm not. Yes, you are. Don't, don't, I've peed myself. No, he peed his pants. It is true that the richest among us in Canada do not benefit from rebates, but eight out of 10 households are better off. <laughs> are you sure? Because the people doing the crunch of the numbers don't, uh, don't believe you. Um, when the economic impact is combined with the fiscal impact, that is the carbon levy and related GST paid less. The rebate received. The net carbon cost increases for all households, reflecting the overall negative economic impact of the federal carbon levy, wrote the PBO. Yeah. So who do you trust? Do you trust the suit guy? The suit guy gangster who's robbing you or the people that are paid to actually crush the numbers and say, yep, you're getting robbed, actually. Yep, that's what's going on. And more. We're going to do more. The federal government has a climate plan. It's heavy on targets and slim on details. That's great. That's what you want. You want somebody with great big ideas and no fucking plan of how to do it. And give them the keys to do everything you want. That's... I've never been to business school. So I can't say. I've never been formally trained in business. However, that feels... Okay, we're all about feelings now. It's 2022. And for you to not feel my feelings the way that I'm feeling them, if I feel that you're not feeling my feelings the way that I'm feeling them, and I feel that you're feeling my feelings in a way that I'm not feeling them, and you're feeling them differently, that's abuse. That's hate. That is transphobia. And I will take your job, and I will put you in prison. I will charge you. So I'm legislating new legislation that you will feel the feelings that I'm feeling in the way that I'm feeling them as I feel them, or you're a, or you're a terrorist. Okay. I wish that bit that I just did wasn't wasn't even remotely accurate, but it kind of is, and that makes me want to die a little bit sometimes. 
I feel as though giving someone, you know, all, all, basically ultimate power who's like, we're going to do these crazy things. And you're like, oh, my God, how are you going to pull that off? I have no idea. Yeah, you probably shouldn't even you don't even have a plan. You're just going to do shit, aren't you? Yep. Oh, boy. You're just going to fly by the seat of your pants and try and make this happen. You have no fucking plans. You have no idea what you're talking about or what you're doing, aren't you? That's about the sum of it. Okay. Daddy needs another drink. Another drink, kids. Yeah, the daddy's beer cabinet. It's on the floor, the little one. Yeah, you know how to open it, honey. Okay. Oh, daddy smells like Christmas again. Oh, the government's dropping, demanding... 42% drop in emissions from the oil and gas sector, the country's largest source of emissions. It's also our largest producer of money. You know, that thing we need to pay for shit. And so you can live a, a decent lifestyle that our grandfathers and forefathers fought, bled, died, and struggled to maintain and give to you. They're just going to take all that away um, because, well, there was a little girl. She had pigtails. She was really mad. How dare you? She said that a lot. She said, how dare you? In this weird, creepy Swedish accent. And then for some reason, everyone was like, oh, 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 oh. And then we just gave her money and we blew up our power plants and fucking we took the the we took all the, the, the rig workers out into a field. We just summarily shot them to death. We buried them in a mass grave. Joseph Stalin was there. It was, you know, because, I mean, how can you say no to a little girl in pigtails? who goes, hey, dear you? Oh. It's, you know, this is we're 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 a serious. This is Canada. OK, this isn't this isn't Zimbabwe. <laughs> this isn't. Luxembourg, this isn't Seychelles. I'm just thinking of small, obscure countries I know the names of. This isn't fucking <laughs> Bastard Galactica. This is Canada, okay? We're not fucking serious here. This is serious here. We're not. We gotta make the sky happy, okay? And if that little girl cries one more time, I swear I'm gonna punch you, bro. Oh, you look, yeah, you're driving a truck, probably. I love oil. Oh, it has Alberta license plates, too. I better not fucking see you here, bro. <laughs> you're killing the earth, man. How many, how many? <laughs> how many animals that are on the verge of going extinct did you rape to death, bro? How many times did you travel back in time and stop the guy from assassinating Hitler, bro? You got an Alberta license plate and you're driving a you're driving a Dodge Ram, bro. You might you might as <laughs> you might as well be Carl Amolka. <laughs> you might as well <laughs> You might as well be Carl Amolka. You're Carl Amolka now, bro. You should change that license plate to Hamolked. That's what you are. That's how, that's how terrible you are as a person. That's what the country's basically turned into now. It's like anything. It's, it's so fucked. It's so fucking crazy. That that was, uh, you know, that's no, that's how people from the East feel about people from the West. And then people in the West have a very different perception of people in the East. Hey, uh, how's that fucking free roads and fucking bridges you got there, bud? Yeah, deadly. Right on. Yeah, I paid fucking 27,000 more dollars in taxes this year. Fucking equalization payments, bud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to sell my firstborn son's fucking kidneys, bud. 
just to pay just to pay something like 20 percent of nova scotia's budget is literally taxpayer money from british columbia alberta saskatchewan so i'm just saying guys i'm from every i mean i love the country i love i love all of it it's all interesting and unique and it's all ours and i and it's it's wonderful even quebec neck salut (laughs) je suis un oiseau gato um but we've got problems, you know, and to be, I mean, it's true. They pay all the, they're paying a fuckload of money and then they send it to the Maritimes. And the Maritimes all just go, fuck you, red dicks. So I, I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine why people in Alberta <laughs> are like fucking Eastern. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I almost got beat up out there. I had Nova Scotia plates. Everyone was looking at me like they wanted to murder me. Like, no, no, I'm one of you. Leave me, please. I hate them. <laughs> Take my money. I the eastern provinces need to pay reparations to the west. That's how. That's the only way it can be finished. It's the only way we'll be able to bury this hatchet. <laughs> we are going to start a labor program in the empire of Daglon. We will be conscripting able-bodied men from the ages of sixteen to fifty, and we will be sending them to work on the rigs and farms and. Uh, Potash mines, uranium mines, and so on in the western provinces, and they will work for free for a period of no less than 36 months and are not entitled to food, shelter, or health care. Then, at the end of this 36 months, the business has been concluded and the debt is paid. Do you accept? Fucking hell yeah, accept that rule. <laughs> okay, I don't know. We'll have free workers. We'll send all the free workers. Uh, no, let's destroy it. Let's destroy it. Most of our money is, you know, we're, we're one of the biggest oil and energy producers in the world. Let's just blow it all up. It's fine. It's fine. We got to save Greta Thunberg's vagina. It's very important. Ottawa, the federal government set firm target for massive emissions cuts in oils and gas industry Tuesday, but offered little detail about how it will help the industry make those steep reductions. Unveiling the plan at a press conference in Vancouver, Prime Minister said (laughs) he was confident Canadian companies would find ways to meet the targets. With record profits, this is the moment for the oil and gas sector to invest in the sustainable future that will be good for business, good for communities, and good for our future. (laughs) He's talking about big oil lobbyists. Oh, 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 oh. oh, the audacity! The fucking audacity! Big oil lobbyists, bruh! How much money did you just give SNC Lavalin this year? How much money did you? <laughs> you are a lobbyist. You're a fucking lobbyist, man. How much money did you fucking wash through Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca? Oh. Oh, you're doing great, kid. You're doing great. Keep it up. You're doing great. Oh, my God. Tuesday's announcement. This level of hypocrisy is painful to sit through. Tuesday's announcement was the first of regular reports the government is supposed to introduce on how Canada will actually meet its goals of reducing emissions by nearly 50% by 2030. The biggest... Contributor to emissions is, of course, the oil and gas sector in this country. So we put a clear track 
for where that sector needs to go. Straight to hell! Straight into the furnace! That's where you're going! <laughs> oh my god. We live in an episode of The Simpsons, man. Oh, I'm Frank Grimes. That's like, that's like, okay, boys, listen. We're losing a lot of money. We're going to be the, you know, wait, 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 wait. This is going to be better. I do it this way. <laughs> We'll do it like this. Okay, so you've got oh, you got a gang, you got a mom. Listen to me. We're losing a lot of money. We're losing a lot of money. We're gonna gotta do something about this. Benny, Donnie, Louie. I need suggestions. I need a fucking plan. Alright? I don't know what to, I don't I don't know what to do here. I don't know what are we gonna do? This, everything's falling apart. My own. I I can't. I'm gonna live like this. I can't fucking live like this. Give me something. Ah, uh, yeah, boy, sir. Uh, I think. I think we gotta kill Paulie. You want me to kill Paulie? Paulie's our Paulie's our biggest donor. Paulie Paulie makes them up. What what are you talking? Yeah, but, Paulie, uh, Paulie's, uh, boss, I don't know how to say this, uh, Paulie, Paulie ain't woke, boss, all right? He ain't woke. You telling me Paulie's not woke? That's what I said, he's not woke. He's not woke? He's not woke. He ain't woke, boss. You fucking sit there and you look me in the eye, you tell me Paulie's not woke right now. He ain't woke, boss, I'm telling you. He fucking watches that guy on the inner tube, hey. He ain't woke, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We gotta kill this motherfucker right now. <laughs> kill him! Kill him! He's making the most money! He's keeping his propped up! Nope, kill him! Kill him! That'll fix everything. That, that, then, and only then when we killed our top employee. Again, I've never been to business. I know you guys are having a hard time believing this, probably with all this great advice. I have never been to business school, but I feel, and remember to feel what I'm feeling, the way that I'm feeling it as I feel it, or I will feel that you are a phobe or ism of some kind, and I will send hate speech cops at you. I feel as though maybe assassinating your top fucking employee will not yield positive results. For your enterprises. <laughs> if it were me, I would, I would perhaps empower the top employee. Maybe promote him even. Because he's doing really well. He's good at this. You know, whole making money thing. Maybe I'll give him even more latitude and freedom to do an even better job. No. No, you got to kill Paulie. Because <laughs> he, you know why? Because the little dumb guy was here with the peg dance, and I was moved. I was touched. You know, not even in the regular place. It was, it was, in, the, it was in the heart. It touched me. I want him dead. I'm going to green light this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to okay this. You're right, man. Fucking kill Paul. 
Burn down Fort McMurray then. Burn it down. It's the only way to save Greta Thunberg. Oh, I didn't even begin to scratch the surface of this article. Um, yeah, I yeah. More on this topic. I don't want. Um. Oh no. Is this her talking? No, it's someone else. I thought it was uh, she who's helping me nameless. <laughs> Conservative MP said anyone can make up targets and say we're going to reduce greenhouse gases by 80% and then do nothing to actually get to that target. Has anyone even asked, like, what are we even doing this for? Oh, fuck, we all know this. We're wasting more time with this. Oh, fake nonsense. What is... What even is this stream anymore? Was I an Italian gangster for a minute? What happened? Um... Zodiac, how you doing, man? He says the U.S. State Department is now threatening India for undermining the United States dollar, petrodollar, because of trade with Russia and rubles and rupees. The U.S. is definitely going to start World War III because of its dollar collapse. I agree, probably. Um, back into a corner. What I say about corn animals, right? And, and that shouldn't be surprising. How did I know about this? How did I know about the BRICS alliance and go, oh, well, they're just going to do that? And that's exactly what they did. The BRICS, uh, um, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa are all like this in a financial block, and those are some those are some big economies: China, India, Russia, Brazil. Yeah, they could they they could survive on their own. I would say I I think they'll probably be okay. And South Africa for good measure. Let's throw them. Let's throw that train wreck in there. Everybody's got a wild card. Everybody's got to have that wild card. It's like they're you know. They're like the Power Rangers or the Avengers or something. And it's like, Brazil, Russia, China, India. And then it's like South Africa shows up and he's just like drunk and on fire. And, you know, you're just like, oh, my God. But like, well, he's part of the team. But he's he's the wild. He's the Raphael of the Ninja Turtles. All right. He's <laughs> I don't know how they got into this deal. But if you want to look it up. It's, yeah, B-R-I-C-S, the BRICS uh, financial you know, block or whatever the hell. They've been kind of getting ready for this for a while. So, surprisingly, India's been, like, buddy-buddy with the Russians for a while. They're like, how dare you, India? Like, well, <laughs> they pretty much announced their intentions to do this a long time ago. Real Donald teases, they rob you, then pay an NGO foundation that then contributes to your family foundation. Yes. Short and Long says, I have been to business school, and I agree. It's bullshit! Short and Long's losing his mind. It's fine. There's we're all mad down here, shorty. Some weekends and Tuesdays says transphobia is rough, but robophobia is worse. Robophobia. I identify as R2D2 and I got fired when I changed my pronouns to bleep blop bloop bleep bloop. Human rights complaint pending. Good. I hope well, but can you do a human rights complaint if you're a robot, sir? I don't know. Hell Billy Deluxe says, uh, hey, East Coast don't bite the hand that feeds bitches. <laughs> yeah. They don't get it. I had, I got an argument with somebody out here that said equalization payments were a myth. Doesn't exist. <laughs> what? what? What do you mean? It doesn't exist. It's like there's no such thing as McDonald's. What? It's very much exists and has for a long time. And is a huge part of how everything is run. Some weekends and Tuesdays uh, says easy there, Hillbilly Deluxe. I know your grandparents were noofies. Uh-oh. Oh, now we're giving some fighting. Uh, hey, Jesus Gretzky, or Jesus Gretzky. Jesus Gretzky. Uh, how do I say this? I can't, I can't make anyone upset or mad at me or else I'll go to jail. Everything is illegal. I'm in Canada now, okay? 
He says, I can't wait till all my idiot friends and bands that run ran out and got their MAGA jabs so they can tour, can't tour due to much carb due to too much carbon use. Too much plane flying and car driving. You know who can't tour anymore? The drummer of the Foo Fighters. You know the Foo Fighters who made it impossible to get into their concerts unless you were fully vaxxed. Fully redacted. Well, he's dead now. His heart exploded for some reason. Ah, damn. A lot of that going around. A lot of that going around. What is that going around? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is, all I know is, hospitalizations are exploding. Athletes are just dropping dead all over the world from heart explosions. And it's time to get a booster shot. It's time to get your booster. You gotta get your booster. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Boop. You're doing great, kid. <laughs> Keep it up. Have another one. Have another booster. It's good for you. <laughs> that's why you're sick. You know, what did uh, uh, Chris Burke... Uh, the Plaid Padre. <laughs> because the old premier of his province, PEI, he's doing the, I regret to inform everyone that I have contracted coronavirus. It's like, say the line, Bart, you know, from The Simpsons. And they're all looking at him as he's tired of saying it, but uh, I thank God that I'm triple jabbed or it would have been so much worse. <laughs> Yay! Say the line. I'm so thankful that I have my full vaccination and wear my mask and do or it would have been so much worse. It would have been so much worse. You know who's yet to be sick? This guy. I spent one day in bed in the last fucking five years. It would have been so much worse. I don't know anybody. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Dirtbag Welder says, hope things are getting better. I'm praying for you. I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. How are you? How is Dirtbag Welder doing? Are you still welding? Are you still a dirtbag? Are you more of a dirtbag? How has the, in, you know, financial environment impacted you? Can you even do any welding? Are you doing welding? Are you doing welding for the government? Are you doing welding for the government on uh, perhaps the new uh, ships that are doing? Are you doing an intentionally shitty job? Are you trying to sabotage the government? Are you sabotaging the Navy? Are you committing treason? Should we be worried about you? Should CSIS investigate you? Dirtbag welder. These are the questions we have. Enough of that nonsense. Let's go back to sane, normal, totally, you know, makes sense world. CBC says racism against white people doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It can't exist. In a response to a viewer's complaint that a CBC radio program had discriminated against people of British descent, a CBC director has said that racism against white people, quote, doesn't exist. Complaint found on June 30th, 2021, airing of uh, CBC's Vancouver radio show, the early edition, where a guest had complained that schools were named after Lord so-and-so or Queen this and Sir whatever. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Um, according to a review by CBC ombudsman Jack Nagler last week, the complainant had accused journalists in the program of ridiculing people of British heritage who had schools named after them. 
right? How is that any different? Lord so-and-so and Queen this and Sir or whatever. You know, people would talk about, like, uh, you know, you know, disparagingly about, like, say, hip-hop artists. I don't know, Lil Gangster or fucking, you know, Dr. Hoop-de-doop and the, and the Funky Bunch, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? It's the same kind of, right? You could argue, like, well, it's, it's kind of racist, maybe, you know? Not against white people, though. It's fine. He says, I found the whole segment to be demeaning of my British heritage. I was, uh, it was clearly racist, and I expect an apology, the complainant wrote. Interesting. In response, CBC Columbia director, because they would treat it that way if you did, said that about something else. Oh, Muhammad, whatever this, and, you know, you know, Allah Akbar, fucking whatever. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, if you said that on CBC, someone would definitely complain and say you're racist, and they'd say, how dare you? And you'd be deplatformed, and your life would be, your career would be over. But you, it's fine if you do it about other people. Isn't that interesting? There's a certain class of people you're allowed to do that to. Not it's allowed either. It's encouraged. It's very, very tasty. We love it. We love to see that. Uh, in response, CBC uh, British Columbia director Trina Wood replied by dismissing the concept of reverse racism and saying that racism against white people and so-called privileged groups is not a real thing. Oh, Trina, really? Reverse racism. So you're implying that racism is only a thing that white people do to others. So you're vilifying an entire race of the human... Uh, uh, experience neat smart totally based in logic totally makes sense you're definitely not a brainwashed ideologue from a marxist indoctrination school definitely not trina definitely not trina you're doing good kid you're doing good keep it up i understand and appreciate that our conversations around colonialism and the nature of settlements in canada can be difficult ones but i respectfully oh talking about history is difficult i wasn't there were you there was anyone there it's fucking what happened. It was just what happened. I just got here. I was born in 1986. Motley Crue was already fucking all the way hammered deep into like a thousand chicks. I was just born. Back in Christopher Columbus days. Oh, bitch, did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Cocaine was $80 a gram. There were Corvettes. Scary Shill was out of control. He was doing donuts in the Scotiabank Center parking lot. Whatever the hell it is now. In a jean jacket and a glorious mullet. That's when I was born. That's when I started. That's when I was d day one. I couldn't even walk for a while. And this is my fault. Are you sure? Take your big, stupid communist head and go... <laughs> until it makes sense again or until you just... <laughs> it's so dumb. I don't care. I don't. Uh, let me explain something. No, you don't need to explain anything to me. You're so wrapped up in these insane, um, you know, meta basically metaphysical concepts that aren't even real. That it's like arguing the the details of a of a, a of the Star Trek galaxy with a crazy person inside inside in in, in a sanitarium. I'm just not going to do it. It's a waste of time. I know it's real. You seem to not. And, and you know what? These are the type of people that agree with the current thing. There's 9,000 genders. The sun could also be, you know, I, I don't. They're into everything. Whatever it is. Statue of St. George Floyd. The most, you know, tremendous black man to ever live. See, that, that to me is racist. In my opinion, I'd say, like, you know what the most racist thing America has done in the last while? Was hold up George Floyd as a fucking hero of the black community. When you have countless examples, you've got tons of examples of really great human beings 
from the black media United States and who you made a fucking hero was a drug dealing convicted felon who beat up a pregnant woman with a gun who overdosed on his drugs that they were trying to arrest him for selling. Uh, way, way to set the bar high. Way to provide good examples. You're doing good, kid. You're doing good. Oh, my fuck. But no, I'm the bad guy. Because, hey, can we not can we not celebrate pieces of shit as heroes when there's actually really awesome people that get totally fucking ignored? No one gives them their due. And people forget they even exist at the expense. Oh, every, everything is backwards. Everything is out of control, Phil. Um, she rejects the comment was racist. The common and accepted, so she says, the common and accepted sociological understanding of racism is that so-called reverse racism against privileged groups, especially white people. Who else is, who else? Doesn't exist. Racism must involve a privileged group showing prejudice against a historically underprivileged group. Oh, you mean like the Irish? You mean like the, did you know? Hey, Trina! Trina. Did you know that the British people were slaves of the Roman Empire for like hundreds of years? Did you know that? Did you know that the... I mean... There's so many fucking examples. How, how much do you want me to go? My countrymen, you know, Scotland were brutally, you know, enslaved and dominated and colonized and shipped off here to, to this country. Why do you think we're here? They fucking sent us here and we're like, go work the farms and the fields for the king, your indentured servants. And they told them, oh, don't worry, there's going to be all kinds of farms. There was nothing here. They got here with nothing. Tools and, you know, angry, village, angry natives. <laughs> like, fuck. It wasn't their choice, really, you know? That's privilege. That's a privilege. It's a damn privilege. I remember I was talking to AJ Elicits on here once. I wonder if he's still around. He's, he had a channel for a long time. Me and Derek used to talk to him a lot. He's a guy, fellow in Winnipeg. And he said that one of his ancestors, like his ancestor story, right? Like whenever year it was, 1700s, 1800s, I think he's Métis or French-Canadian. But, but the French were here, you know, in a, in a bigger capacity than the English before longer. Anyway. And, uh... His family lived, had a wagon, got to where, like, well, let's just build a farm here, turned the wagon over, threw a tarp down, and lived in it until they built a house out of their own, like, that's fucking pretty hardcore. Could you imagine your wife and kids, like, just live in the cart. We'll just live in the cart, and I'll just build it. Jesus Christ. In Winnipeg, in Manitoba. Fuck. <sighs> That's privilege, you guys. That is fucking privilege. To me, a privilege is being is 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 walking into a country that's already got all the shit that is here, and people just give you money and just give you a job and give you a voter card and go, "Hey, you're doing great, kid, and you're doing great," and just send you off and they're done. That's that's fucked. That is some great. Those are a great set of cards to get. As far as being a person in the world goes and being born and having your life, you know. Oh, geez, that was a lucky break. Holy shit. Can I get that? No, no, absolutely not. No. 
Oh, you're doing great, kid. I don't want to read any more of this. You get the idea. CBC hates white people, so does the government. It's fucking obvious. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing we're doing. It's a thing we've been doing for the last while, you know. Chris Bingham says, thank you for everything. This is for the fun. Thanks, man. appreciate it. Dirtbag Welder, he's back. He says, processing my evolution. Chasing sparks and breaking hearts. <laughs> the welding creed. Windsor 519 says, the but being fully vaccinated made it much less severe uh, is so idiotic. People don't get less severe cases of polio, smallpox, or tuberculosis. It's an excuse for a failed therapy. Pure bloods unite. Mr. Welder again says, my older brother was born in 86, blind and autistic from a vaccine from birth. Still alive and well, but growing up with the hardship. And now to watch people take injections is crazy and they will find out the hard way. A lot of people are getting hurt. It's, that's not my, that's a fact. And it, it's going to go somewhere. This, this can't be ignored forever. It won't, uh, it won't be. Redneck Asian says, I'm going to address them all as round eye cracker from now on. <laughs> Now you've pissed off the Dagalonian agents. They've got, they've got, they've got street bikes. They've got swords. I don't know. They freak me out. I don't want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'll fight any, I'll fight them all. The Italians bring them on. The Russians, fuck, I don't care. I'll fight the Germans. I'll fight it. Who, the, the Japanese? Nah, no, nah, they freak me out. I don't know. <laughs> They're intense. I don't know. No, I don't want, no, don't hurt me. Please stop. No, no, no. I'll do what you want. Leave me alone. Please no. <laughs> that's privilege that's the asian privilege they get they don't know that they scare the shit out of everyone <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding but it's funny <laughs> seriously though when you guys go to war you go hard big time they invented suicide bombing like holy fuck They're hardcore. I know. They're freaking me out. <laughs> and they've got all those, well, there's ninjas and samurai. Their entire culture is just killing each other. Like, that's all they do. Yeah, they're intense. Careful. <laughs> Don't fuck piss them off. Ben uh, says, sitting here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it racist if I'm complimenting them? I don't think, I mean, that's cool. I wish our fucking culture was like that, where it's like, don't fuck with the Canadians. They're just, their whole history is a bloodbath. Ah. Oh, don't do it. We don't get that. We have hockey fights and woke now. No, we never have hockey fights. Those are bad. We, we fired Don Cherry and uh, we got woke now. Ben, okay, I'm over it. <laughs> Sitting here with Shambo, having a few. We're looking to get wild tonight. Where's Phil? He's here. Don't you worry. He's up to something. And what he's doing over there? He's working. So he's got some kind of project he's working on. He's around. I wish he wasn't. Hmm? I said, yeah, I wish you were my cousin. Yeah. I know you can read my th thoughts. Fuck. Uh, Anderson Paladin says you laugh at the woke mafia, but a convoy of silent electric cars rolling up and killing 41% of themselves is horrifying. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Oh, oh, cut to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Foof. Foof. 
<laughs> Anderson Paladin is fucking ruthless. Promote that man. <laughs> he said promote him. There's an organization. It's confirmed. Anderson Paladin is a lieutenant of the Danglord Special Forces. Get him to arrest them all. Put them all in jail. Oh, my God. Re Emergencies Act. Do it now. Forge too late. You're doing great, kid! You're doing great! Why did I start saying that? I can't stop now. This entire country is... Canada, the TV show? This must be a reality show for some alien race. It's just sitting there eating popcorn like, wow. See what they did? This is Apparently, we're doing Guns N' Roses a lot tonight. If you know the Night Train story, then you know. If you don't, well, you're just not cool enough yet. You're not ready. You're not ready for that. And this is always a part where I'm like, okay, hurry up. We're gonna skip the liquor store. It's just it's too long, Axel. It's my only criticism. You should have brought this part. You, you, need, you were two verses too long. One or two. I'll forgive you because GNR. to return i don't want to i don't want to stay on the night train forever is it permanent oh my god I sign up for it sounded so fun in the beginning and now i'm now i'm i'm stuck here i'm stuck on the night train forever forever ever forever ever forever you're never to leave this is the way this song goes 222 hey it's a weird anniversary it's almost like a second 2.2 i don't know Oh, this is so much horrible shit. I don't even want to do any of it. I don't. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> it's like I'm done. I don't. No! 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 It's all bad. No! N no! <sighs> That's... Oh, God. <laughs> this is horrible. Every news story is just terrible. <laughs> There's no <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Carbon tax leaves some worse off. Yeah, oh, we know. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, this is stupid too. This fucking guy is from the post millennial, but we knew this. I talked to this. I remember when it was happening. There was a whole program. They paid all kinds of money. Quick coin McShill, I'm sure he took the money. All these all these social media people, nobody offered me any money. They had no better than to even try wasting time with me. But there was a bunch of other channels and people, and they all did it. And they all went out and made their shill videos for the pharmaceutical companies, and they got fucking paid to do it. Fifty thousand dollars in some cases. And uh, it says they paid over, over $600,000 to hire influencers to convince people to get redacted. Wow. $600,000 on social media influencers. Mm. 
So, do you know anybody followed in Canada in the last couple of years that all of a sudden, out of the blue, just decided maybe they were going to shill a certain thing? Brutal. Brutal. Imagine. And they probably, a lot of them probably bought for fucking five grand. Next to nothing. Imagine participating in this fucking criminal scheme. They promoted them to do stuff like this. It's all coming out, man. Every day, there's another one. Something else. Now you're going deaf. So there's heart attacks. You can go blind. Now you can go deaf. Apparently, uh, there's impotence is also a severe side effect. Um, what else? They're just There's going to be a new news story. Every, they're just trying to space these out every few months. Oh, by the way, um, your dick might fall off. By the way. You might go fucking blind. One other thing. Your fucking ears might stop working entirely too. You'll go deaf. You'll be deaf and blind and dickless and your brain is going to run for your nose. But it, but it would have been worse if you hadn't have gotten it. It would have been worse to get COVID. Oh my fuck. Potentially... Will make you go deaf. The World Health Organization has published a report citing extremely rare instances, I'm sure, just like all the other extremely rare instances, of auditory issues. Health agency was notified that tinnitus can cause hearing ringing, maybe associated with it. Oh, I've had that forever. Had that since 2007. It's lovely. So that you just all day, every day, especially when it's real quiet. Um, you know, you're in your house, sleeping outside's not so bad because there's always kind of ambient noise, wind, and you know, animals and so on. But when you're inside and you do it and it's dark and you turn everything off and you lay down, and you're like, oh, I want to go to sleep now. Eee- that's all you hear. Eee- like, well, that's that's annoying. That's dark. That's hard to live with. That's difficult. So you gotta leave with the, you gotta live with the TV on. You can't fall asleep. Yeah. Have fun. You're doing great, kid. <laughs> Enjoy your tinnitus. It's wonderful. And there's no cure. It's forever. Once you've got it, it never goes away. So many people complaining about it. It was like someone suddenly blew a dog whistle in my ear. It's been pretty much unrelenting. Yep, that's what it does. Life-altering tinnitus. Mmm, it's great. All the time. All the time. It's always there forever for the rest of your life. We're all mad down here. Oh, my God. And then it's like, oh, still, oh, I don't regret it. It would still would have been worse if I didn't get the movie. Oh, blind, deaf, what else, you know? <laughs> what isn't it doing now? It may- <laughs> I'll wait until, in some extremely rare instances, the vaccination has caused people to spontaneously combust. <laughs> Why not? That's the only thing I haven't seen yet, where people just b- explode into flames. Uh, um, oh no uh, wife to help lady Alexis they changed the rules for fighting for hockey and the country fell apart that could have been a real linchpin that really could have been a huge problem as to why we're doing it jaded mandarin he's back thanks so much man on rumble i appreciate it he says i haven't laughed this hard for a long time thank you thank you sir thank you very much i blame the uh the weed oil probably probably his fault why are you still on the internet <laughs> How are you still on the internet? I don't understand it. He's loud and vulgar. 
Shut it down. Shut it all down. <laughs> I don't know what that is. So is that Gilbert Gottfried? I don't know who that is. I'm just I had a voice in my head all of a sudden. You know, don't you have voices in your head too, Philip? You do. Tell me about them. Uh or is this stupid? <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. Um is there one? This could be it. No, it's not. You know. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember what I was going to do. <laughs> I was trying to find the Hannibal fucking music. Hannibal Lecter. I was going to do something creepy. No, I don't remember what it was. <sighs> Shit. You know what that's like? Creatively, it's like when you're about to sneeze, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a big sneeze. And then it goes, <clears throat> and it malfunctions, and then nothing happens. And then you have, like, nose blue balls where you, like, you want to sneeze, but you can't. It's not coming. You're like, fuck. And then, you know, your day's ruined. So basically, that's where I'm at right now. Hopefully, it'll come back. But then you can be relieved, and you go, oh, it's coming back. And then you get to have a sneeze, and you're fine. So I'm going to leave the Hannibal Lecter music for now, and maybe it'll come back to me. I hope so. Shut it down, kid! I hope so. <laughs> You're out of control! Godzilla <laughs> uh, um, and Change says, Wow, what a show. I need the brand name of the edibles you're on tonight. What is this? We've got... Uh, uh, TH Bottle... T this is the most generic... I don't know what this is. Emblem? Who are you and what are you? Who made you? Who did you... Who did you yeah, I don't know. What's up with the ring finger? Now you keep explaining this. I had, oh, that's, oh, I was going to tell a story while I poured this. It almost came back. There, it's close enough. The, the joke is really the, the stupid voice, which is not even that good. But anyway, we'll continue. Oh, you want to know about my finger? Well, it all started in Ontario, right? Uh, Johnny, I was downtown enjoying my evening. A couple of young gentlemen uh, took issue with the medallions I was wearing on my jacket. Now, I is a proud wearer of those medallions, was not uh, prepared to just simply surrender them. So there was an, uh, an altercation, you might say, in which... I, bearing the least of all problems, uh, escaped with merely a broken finger. But I ate his liver with a side of fava beans. <laughs> Creepy ass fuck. Somebody, some dukeheads tried to fucking steal my medals. Two of them. Didn't work out for them. You're doing great, kid! But yeah, but I broke my finger and I fuck. It fucking just was fucked. See, this is my Nova Scotia side coming out now. This is how we talk. Um, it doesn't... <sighs> it wasn't healing right. And I tried to get it looked at. And anyway, I got, a, I got one of these, so... We're good now. It's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. She's, she's getting back to normal. Don't try and steal a guy's war medals. He'll get mad. 
He will, he will, he will fight you. He will fucking fight you hard. He'll fight both you and your friend. And you're going to get your shirt ripped off and you're going to go flying over some furniture. <laughs> and you're going to get yanked. It's not going to be good. It's going to look bad because there's two of you and one of him. There's a bunch of other people there. And they're going to be like, holy shit. And you're going to look really bad. Anyway, it's just a device in a hypothetical situation that may or may not have happened. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't want to talk about the laptop. What else is there? Still good. All right, we still... What are we, what are we at for time, Phil? What are we doing? We got half an hour left. For God's sakes. All right, then. Fine. Fine. I'll do another half an hour. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. This is a weird one. And my feet are going to sleep because this chair is up too high. Um... I don't want to play that because it's terrible. I want to play terrible things right now. I want to play non-terrible things, but they're all terrible. There's really nothing left. <laughs> Klaus Schwab. No! No! I had this whole other thing I was going to do, but you know, I, I don't want to. I, don't, I literally don't want to. It's so shitty. I just don't even want to bother. Like, I was just helping. Oh. <laughs> this is kind of funny. If you want to laugh at how fucked everything is. I think they're going to kill the president. I think he's done. Because you got all the, the laptop shit is finally, it's the Russian information. No, it's very real. It's all out now. It's going into the courts. It's fucking over, right? Hunter Biden's a piece of shit and the whole family and they're all stealing. And yeah, it's all, the whole story's out there, man. It's fucking over. <laughs> it's going to happen. And and this guy is allegedly the president of the United States. How terrifying is this video? I'm going to show you. It's like, I feel bad. It's like, that is, I would be, I would be uncomfortable with this if this was like my children's teacher or this guy, if this guy was just working at the bank, if I went in to get money out of the bank and this guy was, was my, my teller or my like mortgage broker or whatever, and was acting the way that he's acting, I'd be like, can I, can I talk to somebody else? Are you okay? Like, and he's the, and so, I mean, it's that bad. And he's, he's also the president of the United States. Um, enjoy. And, 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 and he doesn't even know what he's doing. He says at one point during this clip, I don't, I don't know why I'm even, I don't know why I'm doing this on the stage. I don't know where, like, he doesn't know what's going on. He has no idea. Oh my god. It's comical because it it's it's things have degenerated to such a point that it you have to laugh at it, how absurd it is. <laughs> it's not like they're just doing a bad job. It's like you almost have to laugh. It's like how did you destroy an entire town with just a gumball machine? You know what I mean? It's almost impressive. You're like how the fuck did you even do this? Everything was was fine. And you somehow, this is a living hell. How did you do this so fast? Did you know what you were doing? Did the devil himself help you do this? I think so. I think he must have. All right, I've talked enough. Check. <laughs> Listen to this. This poor guy. All right, but he's not. He's evil, right? But still, on some level, you're like, oh, my God. It's like when Muhammad Ali wouldn't stop fighting. He started getting beat up all the time. Like, dude, you got to stop, please. No one wants to see this anymore. 
That's where Joe Biden is right now. So now I'm going to get my second booster shot. I'm reluctant to comment. Can you comment on the declassified intelligence that he doesn't trust his military leadership since it is declassified? No. Does, Does he know what's happening? Security guarantees to Ukraine as part of peace talks. Is, is, is the U.S. willing to provide security guarantees to Ukraine as part of peace talks with Russia? Mr. President, are you going to extend Title 42? Like just how he's moving. He's like President Zelensky I wonder what they gave him. Like he doesn't know where he is. Look at his face. This is wild. It discourages people getting the vaccination when they watch people get a needle in their arm. So uh, I apologize for discouraging. It didn't hurt a bit. What? And, uh, I was able to roll my sleeve up and thank you all. <laughs> it's like, it's like people are supposed to come, like, uh, they're like clapping, like, yay! He maybe was able to put his pins on by himself. Like the bar has become so low, man. <laughs> no. What? <sighs> we used to have like Teddy Roosevelt, you know? <laughs> How can a guy that is I don't have I don't have words, man. I don't know what to say about that. Like it, I I would just like look and and that no one else is shocked either. And the other people are like, "Bro, this is normal." I'm looking around like, <laughs> are we watching the same thing? Is he okay? <laughs> He's not okay, really. I'm going home. I don't like this job. Oh, that was one. I was supposed to go uh, take a leak, and I totally forgot to because I was just fascinated by it. Oh, there's a commercial for the New World Order. Do you guys want to see it? It's terrifying. It's horrible. Was that from today or recently? I don't know when that was. Recently, I think. The old age home. <laughs> this can't be real. I know. I wish it wasn't. Oh, no. Things have gone amiss in America. Um... Uh, Karen Kanzler says people are way too soft these days. Back when I was a kid, we had to contract AIDS the hard way by sharing a needle with a filthy Haitian prostitute. Now Pfizer does all the work for you. Hashtag Topinator. He is amazing. Anna Dova or Anna, Anna, wait, Anna, Anna Denova. There we fucking go. It's phew that you're back on the internet. Thank you for now. <laughs> the Reaper son, uh, says in evil villain voice, um, 
evil villain voice. I don't know which one that is. I'll go with a random. Google was trying to expose me by the problem. But the problem has been resolved, and I will henceforth be known by my real name. The Reaper's son. Master of the wood chipper for the great nation of Dagon. <laughs> the wood chipper. I forget who you were before now. The wood chipper guy. Who was that? I'm going to have to scroll back. You guys can't change names like this. This is hard. Some weekends and Tuesdays says the last the, oh, the last time I broke a finger was when I fell out of bed drunk while checking the oil. <laughs> Jesus that's one way to that's one way to break a finger. Mine was much less enjoyable. <laughs> Dan the <laughs> Dan the Raging Canadian says aliens in Antarctica now. Listen, okay, something's going on down there. <laughs> It doesn't make sense, Johnny. It just doesn't make sense. It's a huge continent and nobody can go there. Not since the end of World War II. It's actually cordoned off by several militaries. United States military, the British, I believe the Russians and the Chinese maybe, and maybe the French or someone else. You have to pay to go there. A lot of money. You have to be screened by, like, national defense uh, people. And even if they let you go, you can only go to a tiny fractional segment of Antarctica. There's only one little area, little part around the coast you're allowed to touch. The rest of it is no. There's a no-fly zone over the center of, of the continent for some reason. Rich people and influential people are going there all of the time for some reason. They're flying into New Zealand, and New Zealanders are like, Oh, what the fuck is all that about me? I don't know what they sound like there. <laughs> Maybe if, if the Prime Minister is anything to go by. <laughs> and these rich people are flying in, and then they're flying to Antarctica. Like, government officials and celebrities. And it's like, what is going on down there? What is going on down there? Is it pyramids? Is it an underground alien city? Is it the adrenochrome satanic temple capital of the world? <laughs> I don't know what's going on down there, but obviously something's going on down there. Why in the flying fuck would all of those people and all of that money and all that attention and all that security be applied to that place. <sighs> I don't know if you want to know the answer. I don't know if I want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> you know? I bet somewhere somebody does know the answer. Maybe they're in the FBI. They're watching the stream right now. And he's in the middle of eating a couple of noodles. and he, uh, A cup of noodles. Mr. Noodle. He's going, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> He's in his underwear. Bathrobe on says FBI. It's his job to watch these streams. Maybe they don't want us to know what's going on down there. <laughs> no, you don't. I wouldn't want to know. I wish I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I don't think I want to know. It's probably horror. It's. You know why I don't want to know? Because it's definitely not good news. <laughs> right? It's not going to be good news.
what's really going on down there? Well, Billy, we've built an entire underground world for all of the people to live in. And there's no poverty or war. And everyone's going to have chocolate cake every day and rainbows and and everybody's dead relatives are coming back to life and and there's no speed limits and you can you can eat whatever you want and never get fat and it's like the sales are really no fuck you i'm the rich elite fucking most horrible people in the world we're not doing anything down here for your benefit we're doing crazy stuff we're doing crazy international no law kind of shit down here you don't want to fucking know. You ever see a human, you ever see a centaur, a half man, half horse? We made him in a lab down there and we kill him for sports. We hunt them in an underground stadium and we shoot them with long, like the long, right, the muskets from like the way back in the old African hunting days. Don't ask me why my family, the Rothschilds, they're very nostalgic about things. Anyway, we breed hundreds of them and they just run it. There's nowhere they can go. They're confused. They're half people. And we just shoot them all. Like it's a, it's a whole thing. We do it every May, every May, every wind, every spring, summer solstice. It's a whole, lovely. Lovely. We compete and see who many can shoot the most horse people, the horsemen. <laughs> Yale won the trophy last year, but by God, this year, I feel it's quite a centaur hunting team, I feel. What kind of... <laughs> I don't want to know what kind of sick, crazy shit they're doing down there. Because, you know, like, think of the things we know about. Like, think of the horrible things that we all know exist in the world right now. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And we don't know what they're doing down there. <laughs> Just fucking think about that for a minute. Of all the shit that has leaked out that we know about, and I mean, you know, the real bad stuff. Like the Epstein stuff. You know where I'm going with this. You know, and the cult, the, the, this fucking shit, like all of that. And the kids and the, mm, that's, that got out. But whatever is going on in Antarctica, no one knows. That is the scariest fact in, in, in all of existence right now, I think. That, and then if you're in a national park, you have a significant chance, especially if you're by yourself, of just disappearing into nowhere. Did you know millions of people just go missing? Everything's very scary right now. I'm scaring myself. I'm getting freaked out. Um, I don't know how to say this in Cyrillic yet. Uh, ooh, wait. No, I don't. Fuck, I don't know. Just play a clip from Yuval Harari. I will! Okay. okay. Um, Helby looks says, Feed the pedos and, and polies to an underpowered wood shipper. Daglon Vance Bray. No, we got to come up with something better. Some kind of a, a pay-per-view game. I thought we were doing like a running man type thing. And people get bets on, you know, and, and then uh, there's taxes and then we put it into the economy and so on and so forth. I don't know. I thought we already planned this out. Where is this guy? I know who you're talking about. This little creepy. Uh... This is the guy. Okay, so, and... so this guy, his name is uh, Yuval Harari. And... He's one of the advisors to the World Economic Forum and now the Global Government Summit. Did you know this was a thing that happened recently? <laughs> I, I didn't know about it until the other day. And uh, this is one of their, like, big brain guys that, that you know, helps them write policy. And, and <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm just going to play because I, I got I to do this. I got to take 
I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die here. Um, this is uh, Paul Watson actually talks about this exact clip anyway that I was just going to play. So, um, and it's, wait, only 20 more seconds in the other one. I can do it. I'll be right back. Yuval Harari, everybody. Terrible human being. Be right back. Historian, professor, and author Yuval Harari is listed as an agenda contributor to the World Economic Forum. He's also cited by virtually every technocrat and elitist worth their soul. They laboriously shower him with praise, heralding him as one of the 21st century's greatest thinkers. So should it concern us that Yuval Harari thinks that most of the population are, quote, hackable animals who need to be kept docile via drugs and video games? Yeah. That might be a worry. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Beyond wage slave migrants to service Harari and his globalist buddies, apparently nothing. At present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. And we call this the metaverse. But don't worry, the elite really care about you. I mean, one of their biggest heroes literally said you're all useless eaters, but I'm sure he didn't mean it. Would constitute a new useless class. When I say that these are useless humans... Harari previously stated that voters don't know what's best for them, that the elite will soon be able to hack into people's brains, that there needs to be, quote, an antivirus for the brain to prevent people being infected with fake news, that there is no free will or God, no heaven or hell, and that while the elite themselves will become gods via transhumanism, most of the rest of us will soon, quote, disappear. And to emphasise, this is the guy that the elite thinks is one of the greatest thinkers of the 21st century. But yeah, I'm sure they really have your best interests at heart. And you, useless class. Just the time I made it. All right, you're all useless. We don't need you. We're just going to keep you drunk content. and stupid and bored on <laughs> entertained on video games and sports ball and drugs. Then, uh, you know, we'll do something with you. They're, they're managing us like... like Screen screwy, like cattle. That's uh, that's not good. <laughs> hmm. You know, I like the billionaires of old. You know, where they're like just focused on making lots of money and being oil tycoons. Now they have all the money and they're bored and they're like, mm, it's too many people. I think they want to get rid of some of the people. Let's get rid of some of these people. There's too many fucking people. That's um. That's good, right? <laughs> I mean, that's fine. What's, uh, what's this asshole saying? We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Oh, good. Oh, good. Emperor uh, there says uh, the, the food food's going to run out. <laughs> Excellent. That's good, you know, because uh, why not? Is this the one? Yeah, and they say, oh, it's not, a, there's no, there's a fucking commercial for this. Watch this. This is a commercial for the Global Government Summit, or whatever it was. I hope it was just, I hope that I hope this is just a cover for a giant, you know, gangbang orgy that they do. They don't want anybody to know what's really going on, but I have a feeling it isn't. The world as we know it has changed. Altering our current path to the future requires a strong and proactive leadership. 
The global economy is in transition. Now is the time to come together as governments, as nations, as people. Putting nature at the heart of how we innovate will make us ready for the final frontier. Putting people at the heart of robotics will create a better tomorrow between AI and society. What? The World Government Summit will enable nations to come together and take accountability. We cannot continue to destroy our environment. We are here to shape the future. Build a better tomorrow by taking action here and now. There is nothing alarming about that. We're just going to merge everything into a giant government and we're going to take action here and now. It's, and there's too many people. Uh, see you in hell, guys. <laughs> You're already in it. <laughs> now, a friend of mine said uh, once that, that hell is the absence of logic or reason. And that, in a way, is exactly where we are, isn't it? And one of the one of the Greeks said that, I think. Hell is the absence of reason or the absence of logic or both. I can't remember. Something like that. That's where we are. There is no logic or reason to what any of these people are doing, to what people do anymore. And it, and it will lead to hell. In every way you can imagine. We're going to have famines and wars and plagues. and This is starting to sound familiar. And is there going to be a thing that we have to get? Like all of us are going to have to get. And if we don't get it, we're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade. And be hunted and persecuted in the land and so on. Is that something we're doing too? I something I I don't know. I've been drinking a little bit, but in my memory, something's popping up here. I read I've read this. I swear to fuck, I read. Was this a movie? I've heard this before. No, I definitely. I swear to God, I don't know. I think it'll come to me. Hmm. It's weird. I mean, it's very specific. I mean, there's a very specific predictions. It wasn't like, once all the banana trees have been cut down, you know? Hmm. You're doing great, kid. 
What? Russell Brand had this guy on a show, Under the Skin. Yuval says humans should be hackable under the skin. That's true. They are looking into that. Nanomachines and this kind of stuff. That was like 10, 15 years ago. It's not science fiction. It's it's being done. And you shouldn't laugh. When people come up with ideas like this, someone's going to try and do it. And if it can be done, they'll do it. Then when it, when have human beings, especially power crazed psychopaths, ever skipped on a chance to get a, you know an edge onto other people? Whatever it is, they'll take it. They'll get it to get an advantage to get one over. Like nuclear weapons, for example. Like that should have been a red flag. Like whoa, okay, like okay, <laughs> stop now. This is this is getting no no whoa. And we'll hack people. We'll tell them what to think. We'll program them like robots. Like, oh my, f- what, dude? <laughs> You're you literally look like some kind of goblin creature from like the, the Diablo games. Ah! You've got t- piranha teeth. Ah! You look scary. <laughs> Your eyes are like cats now. What is going on with you? We'll hack them. We'll control their dreams, and we'll we'll turn their five year old into sluts. We'll teach them about. You ain't no sex in schools, and we're, and we're fucking making it legal to say you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> what? Are you okay? Holy shit, do I need a fucking exorcist? What is going on with you? These are crazy things to want to do. Ah, drink blood! Okay, alright. They're drinking blood. Somebody get me the Ghostbusters. <laughs> My lord. Alrighty. Karen Kansas is not a secret. Antarctica is where the NWO is storing the deputy prime minister's used feminine hygiene products. <laughs> where it is, where it is, it is, um, <laughs> melting a hole to the center of the earth. Where <laughs> Can I go a single fucking night without thinking about this? Please. <laughs> Please. I beg of you. I beg of you, sir. Steve says a bunch of stuff in Russian and then says FYMM slashy slashy slashy. Thank you, man. Uh, Hailbill Deluxe says, want my food? Come get it. Fertilizer always needed. And he says again, Sodom and Gomorrah. BGB, throwing up some salutes. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. How are you, by the way? Enjoying these face swaps you guys have been doing. This is an old school stream now. <laughs> <laughs> this is all nonsense. <laughs> Proud Chinadian on Rumble says, "Right? Isn't this all in a? Isn't this all in a book? Yeah, somewhere. I said something, something, somewhere. I read something somewhere. I don't know. It's weird. I'm just saying. <laughs> Someone who's not overly religious makes me go, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to admit, reading it, you're like, well, this isn't good." Hmm. I'm a little I'm a I'm I'm a little disturbed. I'm a little disturbed by what I wrote. And you know what? I'm just not gonna think about that ever again. And I'm gonna go make some popcorn and I'm gonna watch King of the Hill. Yep, that's what I'm gonna do. Stop posting your conspiracy theories on Facebook! <laughs> I'm trying to watch King of the... I'm trying to watch King of the Hell! (laughs) Dad, no! We're gonna die! We're in trouble! 
Shut up and bring me another beer. I'll eat all the cheesies. Oh, God. You know, people just want to live ignorant, I guess. I don't know what's going on, but it ain't good. I mean, clearly, nothing, nothing's good. Nothing good is happening. <laughs> what's in Erica? The fact that they are really desperate to hide that from you is why you shouldn't look. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to know. Don't you want to see the photographs we have under the eyes of Antarctica? No! No, I don't. Are you sure? I am fucking damn sure. I don't sleep enough as it is. <laughs> okay, buddy? Okay, creepy Spanish NWO guy? I don't want your fucking weird Polaroids in a dark alley from under your trench coat. He's already controversial. Uh, I'm to imagine you... Uh, I don't want... I don't want him! I don't want him! Enough shit going on. Busy! Try 2023. I've already used up all of my crazy shit for 2022. I've used it up. I've used it up. And it's not even, it's only April now. Okay. The first quarter of this year has already been crazier than the last, all of last year. And all of last year was fucking crazier than the three years before that one. Maybe the five or 10 years before that one. So I can't take your secret. No, I don't want to see. No, I don't want to see the UFOs. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to fuck. I don't have time. There's no more space in my head. I've maxed out. I need an upgrade. I need a bigger data plan. Unless you can provide that for me. No, I'm not going to let you hack my skin. I don't care what that creepy Uval guy said. I'm leaving. I'm trying to do a stream right now. Everyone's very confused. What are you guys talking about? Go and watch Yuval and Brand. It's disturbing. I, well, I can imagine it is. How am I still on the internet? That's what's really disturbing. How has this even happened? Um, let's see if I got a couple more. <laughs> we need to regulate the internet. No, we don't. We really don't need to. Media, suddenly, the media desperately wants you to know the Hunter Biden laptop story is real. Why? After calling it fake Russian disinformation plotter, just ignoring it altogether for over a year, the media is suddenly desperate for Americans to know that the Hunter Biden laptop story from hell is totally real. I think it's because they're, they've, they've been, they're done. They've used up their usefulness and now they're being uh, tossed into the machine, I bet you. So that's going on. Because as we know, the news only reports what it's told to report. They read off a script. They read off a wire. They read off of, you know, they're being instructed. And they could not cover this. They could just not, but they're doing it. And why? Why? Because it's a foregone conclusion. These people are fucking going down. So there's no, you can't, you know. All right. Start running damage control. It's over. Ultimately, I mean, a lot of you guys know what I, I think already. You know, maybe some of you don't, but th this is this is how it works. The world is run by a very small group of people. They're very rich. They're very powerful. They're not, <laughs> you know. And by small, I mean I, I I would guess just off just as a guess, it's probably less than two hundred people running the entire fucking planet. 
And even inside that 200 people, there's probably, you know, tiers of, you know, like an infantry battalion or something or whatever, right? Or company. Or like a hockey team, you know? There's the captain, the top player, and then there's a guy that plays fucking six minutes a night. But you know what the difference between them and you is? The guy guy who's a bum and plays six minutes a night, he's in the fucking NHL, and he's very rich, and he's famous. (laughs) He's the worst player on the team, but he's doing way better than you are. And that's who these, so, I mean, I imagine there's a whole, I mean, it just makes sense. That's every human power structure that exists. They're all pyramids. And there's obviously a pyramid above our government, above other governments. All the Western governments are in lockstep. You know, they're all, they're all running to the same agenda with no discernible difference. Just uh, differences in how they accomplish things, how long it takes them. Some get different areas faster or, or slower, but everything's going in the same direction in just these places, which suggests centralization of, you know, command, which is, and there's another, and we know there is. There are these forums, these these groups. They all get together, and they have secret meetings. And who and who is telling these people what to do? It uh, there's other there's obviously another power structure above uh, that one. So who is that? <laughs> and they, do you think they care? Do you think they're they're looking out for you? No, man. And they've been doing it forever. These people that we have down here, at, even at our elected official level and stuff, and, and the national government, like these, they're here today, gone tomorrow. They're replaceable. They can put new people in and out of there all the time. It doesn't make any difference. They're like middle management, you know? They're like uh, the fall guy. But at the same time, that is that is such a... And it's definitely not perfect. That's the thing. So there's always going to be some, oh, you think somebody controls the world? Somebody always has for forever, for hundreds of years. You know, the world's been connected and like somebody has to be the king of the yard. There just always is one. Every, every out, you get outside this power structure, you find there's another one above that, another one above that, another one. Like, well, I'm the baddest guy in this town. Like, that's nice. You're a town in a, in a county, in a province, in a country, in a continent, in a NATO, in a UN. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you're way down. You don't mean shit. Uh, you, maybe you're a president. That's not bad. But then you've got people that are fucking more powerful and own other presidents. And then that guy probably has a boss too. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Just by nature of how fucking human beings work, there has to be, these people have to exist. But, on the, but at the same time, it's such a chaotic thing to control. Imagine, there's so many variables, there's so many crazy characters and people and things that pop up and happen all the time that you can't, pop, and they just have to try to control it. And there's competing... Um, other, I mean, it, it's definitely not a monolith. I mean, look at, like, organized crime, which is kind of the similar thing. to that. Like, there's others competing gangs. There's ambitious people. I want that guy's job. I want to be the governor of fucking North America, Sector 5, or, you know, what the fuck they do, you know? Sibling rivalry. They're people, too, also. And that's how you know they can be beaten, because they're also people. And people are, are dumb, and they make mistakes, and they fuck things up, and they get impatient, and they get greedy, and they get lazy. It happens. So that's that, that's the that's the strange paradox. Like there's the people that shit between like the black pill 
And, and uh, you know, the white pill people where it's like, oh, we're definitely going to win. They're like, we're definitely going to lose. They fucking run everything. It's like, oh, they, they basically do run everything. But at the same time, they run everything. That's, fuck, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of variables. That's a lot of people to control. That's a lot of things to worry about. And that's like the most complicated machine you can imagine. And it does seem like there's holes everywhere. Like things are not going according to plan quite yet, I don't think. I mean, clearly not. <laughs> so we'll fucking see. We'll see what happens. Um, you can't win if you don't fight. Um, some weekends on Tuesday says if Trudeau's middle management, Canada needs Milton from the office movie Office Space in a bad way. <laughs> red hashtag Red Swingline Stapler. I believe you have my stapler, sir. BGB says, "How am I doing? My leg is fucked up from Muay Thai, and Mitch can't wait to spar every day. Stay out of trouble or don't get caught." Well, see, you know, that was my yeah. I got caught. <laughs> Mitch is ruthless. He will 100. Don't say anything like this. Don't let him know that your leg is hurt or he will del- He will go. The first thing he will do is kick you in that leg. And, and then you'll go, man, my leg. And he'll go. <laughs> he'll just stand there and laugh at you. <laughs> you know, that laugh. That son of a bitch. He will. He will just fucking laugh at you. I've had him on the podcast. He'll do it. He'll, he'll be a dick to you and then laugh at you and giggle and run away. <laughs> Like, son of a bitch, drink on my water. And then he'll push you in the bushes and run away. He's done it to me. He's one of my oldest friends. He's done it to me. He'll do it, dude. He'll fucking, don't trust him. Don't trust him. Don't. <laughs> I, was, I almost talked about a story. To, you know what? I'm not gonna. I shouldn't. No. This is a good man. He has family. No. <laughs> He's got children. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> Oh, oh no. I'm just kidding, Dana. <laughs> Bass in the Grass says the West is dead. <laughs> Think of a roommate he used to have. <laughs> you want to hear an army bullying story? <laughs> this guy he used to be one of his roommates. And uh, he was not the best uh, socially, <laughs> we'll say. And uh, some of the guys got a little annoyed with him. <laughs> so they duct taped him to a pole for half a day. <laughs> I fucking came into work at like two in the afternoon. I can't remember what I was doing. And he's just taped up. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, they put me up here. I'm not allowed down. <laughs> There's no one there. Like, what? <laughs> mm, that was funny. It was a good time. Bass in the grass is the West is dead. <laughs> we were horrible. The West is dead. Down is up. Up is down. Stand for the current thing. Eat bugs. Don't drive. Consume. Guys, stop noticing things. That's racism. Cheers, bigots. Sit back and watch it burn. Also, I want to give a special shout out to my CSIS agents. It's my great 
taxpayer's dollar for your gas. Gay. <laughs> they won't bother talking to me. I don't know why. They talk to everybody else, but not me. You know? You know what this is? CSIS. Let's just cut the shit, all right? I know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. What you're doing is, all right, I'm the fucking hot girl at the high school dance. All right? You want to talk to me really bad. You want you fucking would love to. You would love to get right up in here. But you're nervous and you're scared, so you're asking her friends. Hey, what's uh, you're trying to work your way up to it. You're trying to, you know, trying to get a feel for it. Do you think she'd say yes? Like, I don't know. Does she like me? Does she say anything about me? <laughs> I'm just gonna be sitting here putting on makeup. Mm. <laughs> you can ask me whatever you want, big fella. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! This I see, I told you it's gonna get weird. What did you think I meant? What did you think that I meant when I said, oh, when this guy says weird, he probably means, uh, like, you know, an, a brick family with googly eyes. <laughs> no, no, that's normal. That's normal to me. So this is where we're at now, okay? All righty. The Blue Taco says, thanks again for another great stream, man. I swear the oil is the key. Killing myself laughing. Ruck, you make me. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, and again, he says, rent-free in their heads. Does Rage like us? Should we talk to him? We are so nervous. Would you interrogate me? I'd interrogate me. <laughs> I mean, they got to call me now. Ceases, you know. I and mean, I'm calling you out, you know. Leave him alone. Are you fuck? Are we going to fuck or what? <laughs> Leave Derek alone. to watch these too they're watching it right now or they're going to be watching it tomorrow in the morning <laughs> you have to we have to i'm sorry guys we have to do this <laughs> this is just too somebody mentioned it it has to be done if you don't know you don't know but if you, you're about to it's fine this is something we gotta do all right this is a tradition <laughs> <laughs> You interrogate me? I interrogate. I'd interrogate the fucking shit out of me. It puts the email in the inbox, or else it gets streamed again. Precious. Right, precious. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. When I say weird, this is where we're at now. All right. Uh, <laughs> it had to be done. Hell, Lady Lux says, would Ceases do me? I do. <laughs> All right, enough. Enough. We've gone over, over board. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just sexually assaulted the Canadian. (laughs) 
They're going to charge me with that next. He e-raped me with his eyes. <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, not to, I mean, I'm just, I'm a character. I admit that. And I'm just saying I've number one, I've memed a country into the national security conscious to the point that we're being investigated by CSIS. And my response to that is to come on to them over a fucking live stream as the Buffalo Bill character. It's your move. Somebody at CSIS right now is flipping through like a psychology manual. Like, I don't know what the fuck this guy is. I don't know. I am impervious to examinations. <laughs> this is just too fun now. We're trolling the entire government right now. They're watching right now. That's not a joke. That's 100% that's true. I've been told this by so many people. <laughs> oh. Mmm. Mm, that's a good milkshake right now. Do I have any pop left? Don't. Oh, but I do have this. But I'd have that too. All right, we, we, we've only got time for one more. We're, it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. What were we doing? Anyway, let's go home. It's time to go home. This has gotten weird. I'm, I'm, hitting on an, I'm hitting on a federal agency. I don't even know what that means. I don't know how you do it, but I did. I just did it. I just sexually harassed an entire federal agency. Imagine they charge me for that. They name every employee as a victim. There's an auditorium that ceases right now, and the entire building is there watching like... Oh, oh my God. Sky's the limit, guys. You know? I mean, look how far we've, look how much damage we've caused already. <laughs> we can do anything. We can do anything. If you just believe. Lone Star Texan uh, says, Ruck, you make me. Sorry, but not sorry. Ceases an oath means something. Middle finger, honor it. Ooh, he's mad. He's mad at you. Lone Star Texan, you come up here. You're going to fuck your face. Some weekends and Tuesdays, is pretty sure Ceases can get hellbilly deluxe to pose for that Buffalo Bill pick for a bottle of rye. They might like that. They may need it. They're going to need a drink after this stream. I guarantee it. And BGB says, does Ceases look away from the screen when we do goodbye horses? We want to know that, Ceases. That's what we want to know, and I'm not leaving until I get an answer. <laughs> look at me. Look at me! <laughs> No! I don't know. I don't know what they do. It's it's a weird relationship we have. This is a very strange. I don't think this this type of human relationship between an entire federal agency and a, uh, this has never fucking happened. I don't think before. This is uncharted ground. We are going to be in a fucking Doctor Phil miniseries when this is over. This is levels of mental, you know, like this. Can't this? We're we've jumped a shark with this entire reality at this point. Am I trolling? Ceases. Like, legitimately, they're listening, and I'm, like, fucking with them, and we're like, I don't know, they're probably laughing, I hope. I'm like, what are we doing? What, seriously. If, 
what in the fuck are either me or you or what are all of us doing right now? Just think about how fucking absurd all of this is right now. It's insane. How the fuck do we get here? <sighs> anyway, time to go. Hillbilly Deluxe says, don't ask why, don't ask how. Uh, I still own a mankini. I, d I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about that. Some weekends of Tuesday says, uh, at Hillbilly Deluxe, the Albertan Borat. Ben says, Cease sits down to pee. Well, there are women that work there, so that is correct. <laughs> That's technically true. That's technically true. All right, so anyway. Um, oops, I didn't hit that. I got to go. I don't know if there's, is there an after? Uh, did, I haven't heard from, I didn't hear from Ferry. He was all big and angry and upset. I don't know, did he leave? Did he come back? You know, those strippers or something? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's happening. Imagine some of these They've memed Top into the Terminator already a bunch of times. Excellent. Excellent, good gracious. I don't know. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because I'm not staying here because I, I want to go do other things. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being here. 222. How am I still on the internet? I don't, I don't know. They haven't closed the gate yet. They're trying to. Bill C-11 is going to make a real tough go of regulating a lot of things. And then uh, then there's going to be accompanying legislation on hate speech, which is going to be basically anything that I say. If you think i got to watch what I say now, holy moly. Holy moly, mother of moly olies. Oh, if we built it back better with a big bucket of butter, baby, bigot butter batter with bigot bricks that built it back better. In 2022, we did 222 ep <laughs> You're doing great, kid! Anyway, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. And um, remember, uh, I don't know, you know. Just the... Um, <laughs> Hail Billy says, worst stripper ever paid to put clothes on. Yes, yes. The thing is, why it's so important that James Top does what he does is because no one else could do it. Because no one else did do it. If someone else could have done what he's doing, they would have. But they didn't exist because he had to. Isn't that crazy? And now look at him. It's because this is a huge, crazy thing that's happening. That's got to be so inspired. And his whole mission is to inspire the people, especially the Canadian forces, to what, it, to what is being done. And I can't... <laughs> that is impressive as fuck, what he's doing. I mean, I was an infantryman as well. And I know what he... I'm like, are you... Like, if you presented this plan to me, I'd be like, are you, are you okay? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> well, why, whoa, this is so intense and so extreme, and he's, he's sacrificing his career, probably. Uh, he's, he's, so he's going to look at a 5F discharge, which is not a good one. Um, so basically, like, a bad discharge in the military. You, you, I think, I don't know if that affects pension-related things or not. His body, obviously, is on the line. <laughs> 
his mind and his soul and, and his reputation and everything. And he did it all. He's doing it all for, for you know, everybody in this country that believes in this country. Just to make a point. And even if you're in the depths of like, I don't think we can win. I don't think we have a chance. You know, it sucks. And you see something like that, something so the audacity that of it to just, I am going to do this insane feat. It makes you forget about that and go, I don't care if it's all, I'll fight you to the death anyway. Just because of, just for the, just for the glory of, of, of that, of doing something that immense. That is, that is going to be, he's making history. Do you understand? And he's just a guy and he just did it just like that. He's going to be a historical Canadian figure. And, P, and they'll, you know, once upon a time, and why not? Why can't this be true? Once upon a time in the future in school somewhere, they're going to be teaching about that time that James Top put on a rucksack and marched all the way to Ottawa and rallied all of the military guys. How much respect do you have for your CO and your fucking brigade commander and the CDS? Like how, you know, these guys would think, and then a lot of people in the military are like, I don't like this, man. This, you know, they hate, they don't like it either. And then, and you've got, it's your recce warrant. Like he's just every recce warrant. Like the, the fucking mean, badass dude in the battalion. You're like, yep, that guy fucking, and he's out there going, come with me. And they're going, no! And the recce warrant is like, come with me now. <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, it's going to, it 100% is already caused one of these situations. Uh, oh, I, uh, ooh, uh-oh. Yep. 100%. 100%. It would have it it really rocked me for sure to see something like that. Like, what is this guy doing? Who is he? And you look him up, and you look at his credentials, and you, ooh, interesting. You can't stop the Tompinator. You can't stop the spirit of the, of the people that live in this country. <laughs> BGB in the racial draft says we want to trade David Goggins for James Top. Denied, sir. Denied. We we've, we've got. <laughs> there is no surrender there will be no surrender some weekends and Tuesdays is top for Prime Minister and BGB says oh I got that one sorry we got them all thanks guys BGB some weekends and Tuesdays Hellbilly Deluxe Ben Lone Star Texan the Blue Taco Bass in the Grass Steve Kieran Kanzner Russian name person, Dan the Raging Canadian, the Reaper's son, and then Anna, Anna, Deno, Anna Denova. Fuck, that's hard for some reason. Karen Kanzner. Godzilla Unchained, wife to Hedbin, Blaise Anderson, Ballard, and you. Ben, redneck Asian, dirtbag welder, Windsor 519. Chris Bingham. Jesus Gretzky. Jesus Gretzky. We don't know. We don't know the secret. Short and long. Real Donald T, Zodiac, Harris, NYC, Bitbro, Rocky, David Malinsky, Reverend Chad, Blams, and uh, and Dan. And there was people earlier, but I got cut off. I'll have to go back. I don't, I don't have time. I'm sorry, but thank you. I appreciate it very, very much. 
You can follow me on RagingDissident.com. All of my uh, social media links and everything you want are there. Uh, and as always, we'll be on the podcast, Apple, Podbean, wherever it's found, whatever, whatever you want to do. The Telegram, t.me slash RagingDissident. Go join the, the Telegram page. And um, hopefully I'll be back one day unless I'm arrested again. Unless I'm in jail again. Uh, maybe Monday, Wednesday, I don't know. We'll be back. We're back. RagingDistant.com. Thank you uh, so much, guys. Great. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, don't cause too much uh, mayhem shenanigans. <laughs> if I wouldn't do it sober, if I wouldn't do it drunk, you should definitely not do it at all. <laughs> all right. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Pro Patrick, six cent for tea. I figured that was your writing in the cell, Phil. I knew it was you. How did you know? Did you set it up this way? Hannibal Lecter's not a real person. I know it's an art form. No, he's not based on you. You can't have this many people based on you. Why do you think everyone's based on you? You're not even a human being. No one would be like, look at you and go, I see Anthony Hopkins. I'm sure you are a great actor. Well, I think you'd be a lot better at it if you weren't just ripped out of your mind on blow all the time. <laughs> uh, well, I saw on the news today when you said you were going out for stuff and then that power plant blew up in Russia. I know that was you. You were a full eight ball deep and levitating, Phil. I know what you get like. You flew around and you went for a place you knew you could get, you know, your urges out and just cause some fucking destruction. And you flew back here before you thought I would know. Twitter's too fast now, Phil. You can't be doing this anymore. You are going to get caught. There's smartphones everywhere. That disguise doesn't do anything. That's just a fake mustache. You're still very obviously a goat. The sunglasses don't do anything. No, you're a... No.